Smack them above, everybody. It is I, Dr. Fuck, and with me is... Oh, yeah! The Ayatollah of Alcohola, Wadzilla, baby. What's up, Ralph? I feel like I'm going to sneeze. Let me sneeze in peace while you uh, tell uh, our listeners who we got with us this week. I'm going to let you sneeze. I hate when it comes and it doesn't... Sneeze, you pussy. It you was, can't sneeze uh, on camera. It was a poser sneeze. <laughs> anyway, we have a very uh, special guest this week, Michael <laughs> Keane. He is a YouTuber. He is uh, an actor, a director, editor, uh, in my mind, a great comedian. Uh, this is somebody I discovered during the pandemic when I kind of left the music world, even though you know I still do this show. I went back into my other passion movies and found this guy online and he makes me laugh and laugh. He's so good. I don't even mind when his kids in his videos and you all know how I hate children in movies, but I love his kid. I love his wife, Casey. He makes hilarious videos. He's got a lot of shit going on and to top it off. He's the first motherfucker I ever Patreon. That that's how much I believe in this guy. And you're he, really hoping for those dick pics. Yeah, yeah. What's up with that, man? Everybody else gotta, pays seven bucks. I pay ten bucks and no dick pics. I got to make sure people keep paying, man, because as soon as it All actually right. gets out there. All uh-oh. Right. He's a uh, fucking tease. Michael, <laughs> Michael, I need uh, to warn you. Uh, in case me and Ian have another falling out, you know, me, we had a falling out before. And Ian yeah. did another show with this guy, Josh Toomey. And it failed miserably. So don't, if I have a falling out with him, don't start a podcast with him. He'll take you down. He sucks without me. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's fine. I only do podcasts with hot broads anyway. So that's kind oh. of my, um, oh. that's why I don't have one going right now, actually. <laughs> All right. Well, if you, you know, lower your stance and want to do one with an ugly broad, it uh, could be available. He'll make you call the podcast over a shitty player out. I mean, I'm from the South. I've, I've put literal lipstick on a pig. I can I can see how this would work. Um, yeah, that's I'm I'm Michael Keane. I make movies like Fatal Future, which people at Dragon Con care about and no one else ever will. And The Head, the one from 2019. No, not the show. The movie, The Head. It has the poster. You know, you've got it. Has a mannequin head. Sucks dick. Kills people, drinks blood. It's it's a good time at the movies. Available now on Blu-ray from Terror Vision. Uh, and I also have another movie coming up called Doctor Deathface. That's gonna have a big old pussy on a bed. And I don't mean like like your BBW pornos. I mean straight up. It's a bed with a pusher. Big old vulva. We call it the vagina. That's not anatomically correct, but you know can't make a good vagina joke out of that. So, vagina. Or bed joke out of that. I guess it was... I'm already very high. But yeah, thank you for having me on your music program. Me, a man who knows absolutely nothing about music. You did a a smart. Dr. Deathface sounds like a movie I will masturbate to constantly. Probably. Uh, I do have a great sequence. Um, uh, Maybe this is breaking news, because I guess I haven't really talked about it anywhere. Uh, I have this slow motion sequence of two lesbian, well, on screen, lesbians uh, naked, covered in blood, making out, rubbing titties, um, and uh, it was actually, it was for a scene we never actually shot, 
um, we had to skip, but we already had that footage that we were going to use in the scene. And so I was like, all right, well, let's just put it in here somewhere, I guess. And so uh, I think it, if the final cut is the way it is now, uh, it's just, yeah, he dreams it. Fuck it. Why not? Uh, there's two lesbians. Here, have a lesbian break. Uh, it's like when you're watching, uh, what's that Civil War movie? Uh, not Gods and Monsters, but the good one that came before. Gettysburg, the one about the battle. Uh, it's like when you, you're watching that in theaters and it has that little breaky break. Well, it's that, except um, it's two lesbians making out, covered in blood. Are those, well, you, are those you've already guys? turned off most of our audience because they're all gay. Yeah. Uh, ah, but fuck. I'd still God. say... Wait, 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 I also have cocks. There's cocks. There's I, oh. I have cocks in my movies. Way to too. bring it back in. Yeah, and most of the not most of the well, a good chunk of the film involves uh, a man with his shirt off. Um, you don't see his cock technically, but it is, I assure you, very large. So you can just fill in the details there for yourself. But uh, he's a beautiful man, Roger Dexter uh, of the band Midnight Cabaret. Show follow them on Facebook. Oh. How, how can you thought where a bed's on fire? That's that band, right? <laughs> That's Midnight Oil. Hey, hey, I got a question. I got a question. The lesbians in your movie, are their last names Dally and Jacob? I'm not getting the joke here, man. Yeah, that one went over your head, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm very high. Yeah. Now, there, there's, some, there, there's some horror wives on our uh, Facebook page. And that's what he was uh -huh. alluding to. Oh, it's an in-joke for your podcast. Yes. yes. That's sweet. I let you ladies munch all the carpet you can possibly <laughs> munch, okay? Just get in there. Munchity, munchity, munch. Uh, unless they have linoleum flooring, in which case you can also munch on that. That's fine. Uh, and uh, I believe in you. God bless America. <laughs> so, uh, I'm very excited about Dr. Deathface. Uh, I did... Uh, <laughs> donate to the movie and back so I get the Blu-ray. What's an up? When is this going to come out? I have no Any fucking idea, on? man. I have no, no fucking, fucking idea. idea. So, the thing, the problem that, this is a little tip for all you wanting to be filmmakers out there. Um, if you're actual filmmakers, you've already figured this out, but if you're like me, you're a fucking idiot. Uh, so, when you budget your movie, uh, if you are doing basically everything yourself, in like all the major roles yourself, um, Add in some budget for all the fucking days you're gonna edit this piece of shit. Because if you don't have that, you're gonna be working shitty freelance jobs. Uh, and not so shitty, if anyone from Vinegar Syndrome or Terrorvision is listening to this podcast. Uh, and uh, it's gonna take up all your fucking time, and then you're also gonna have uh, a four-year-old, just trust me on this one, uh, that's gonna be just driving you up the goddamn wall so adorable yet so pickable across the fucking football field. Uh, and a bipolar Jewish wife. And add all that together, plus like a lot of popularity if we're being honest with ourselves. You know, we're idiots, but we're, we're, we're hot. Um, then uh, it's, it's, all, it's all gonna fucking fall apart. Um, so anyway. I, I need. I uh, I've just been I've been busy, and I'm the editor. Uh, I also have had to wrangle. I just dropped a full bottle. I apologize uh, to your listeners. Um, I uh, I have to just do all these fucking jobs all the time, and uh, while doing that, I also have to get foley. I have to get uh, music made from 
those beautiful fucks who make up the band Midnight Cabaret uh, music on Spotify, I think. Maybe not, actually. Fuck, I should probably check on that. Either way, go check them out on Facebook, goddammit. Um, but, uh, and, you know, color correct and all that. So, doing that on a feature-length film um, that had, let's say, a, a very challenging production uh, over a long period of time, uh, it's tough. That's my long answer. Um, okay, but basically, short answer. What you're I, is, I I leave the ambiguity in. There, there's gonna be tits in the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Because yeah. we have a there's... lot of virgins that listen to this show, and they're excited to see. Tits. Oh yeah. I want to see big black veiny cock. Um, not okay. So I did not have. <laughs> this is actually. This is not. This is only a partial joke. This is like 98% factual, 2% joke. Um, so in this one, I didn't have my stud black guy because the stud black guy that I had for the head moved to New York. And uh, great guy, wonderful, but he, his job called him off to fucking middle of nowhere, New York. Uh, and so I was out of a black stud for Dr. Death's face. And then, uh, as part of my friend group, who makes up most of my crew and actors, uh, this new black stud with the same first name, by the way, which did not lead to many distasteful jokes, uh, he comes in and we meet and he's super into doing whatever, whatever I want for a movie, including just showing off that big monster of his. Uh, so, we started shooting a movie uh, as kind of a test shoot thing uh, that I'm now rewriting after the test. Uh, that's also I also can't not take on new work all the time because I'm um, autistic. Uh, but uh, his uh, he, he, he's he's in there as a uh, sexy black priest, and uh, let's just say he he gets into some some trouble. So uh, Baney Black Cock, I might just have you. I might just have you on that one. <laughs> right on, man. Hey, by the way, do you live in Boston? No. That's good because you know autistic people in Boston are, <laughs> are racist. They're racist. We, we have a former autistic uh, co-host. Oh, okay. Notorious I thought you were just talking about Ben Affleck. I was confused. Okay, cool. Got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but fuck him too. Uh, <laughs> But Piece no, of shit with your fucking hilarious cameo and that uh, Jennifer Lopez. Uh, oh fuck, what is it called? This is me now, I think. Right? Yeah. On Amazon Prime. Yeah, this is me now. See, that's a music thing. That's we could have talked about. Um, this is me now, which uh, in which Jennifer Lopez goes fucking insane. Yeah. Fuck, this is me now. I'd rather show pictures of me in my twenties when I was thin and ugly. <laughs> uh. But is there a way, like, uh, can people still back Dr. Deathface? Is there still, uh, like, a I, Patreon for I that or any the way they can help? I believe the campaign has ended. Uh, I'm pretty sure I did that. That's one of those, when Stoner Michael enters the room, we don't remember the stuff because of the weed. Uh, but uh, it, it's it, right now, if you want to support my shit, and that includes Dr. Deathface, really just anything that I'm working on, which is usually a, a big 
multi-year movie projects. I'm a fucking idiot. Um, I have a Patreon. That's always accepting shit. Just, I don't know, it's like patreon.com slash Michael Caine. I don't remember. Uh, you, you can figure it out. You're all smart music lesbians. Uh, and uh, I also, I just today made sure that I had a Kofi page or a coffee. Is it Kofi or coffee? I don't know how to, s- doesn't matter. I have one of those too. It's kofi.com slash Michael Keen. And here's a, 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 a pro tip that I just made up today. Uh, if you, in your little messagey thing on Kofi or coffee or whatever the fuck, uh, ask me to draw something, I will definitely do it. Um, it will, the quality will match the donation, mind you, but it will happen. It will be publicly displayed uh, on on that page, I think. I think that's how it works. I haven't done it yet because no one gives me money. But, uh, except for you, I mean, you, you do, but not yeah. through this platform that allows for little doodles. Uh, I have no idea what the dicks. fuck you're talking about. I'm on MySpace. Um... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's how you can support Dr. Deathface is giving me money because it's just me out there. Yeah, yeah, just just give out your address. He'll take a two-party <laughs> out-of-state check. Uh, you know, but uh, I, I do encourage uh, people to become a Patreon to Michael uh, to help support these films. Uh, luckily, thanks to you, I have uh, Fatal Future on DVD now, which uh, I'm very, you know, very glad. Previously, could... yeah. Previously, I only could watch on YouTube. Uh, I did buy the TerrorVision Blu-ray copy of The Head, which has a slipcover that you know it's quality. Yeah, that's Uh, how you know. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, no, no, support this guy. I I really believe in him. Uh, He's a funny guy, and uh, I think he's got a lot of talent. Uh, All right, I'm going to get off your dick now. Yeah, thanks for uh, looking up the taint though. That was that was nice. Yeah, Usually yeah, they leave well, that they, nice you know, and sweaty, and you just got to dry somehow. Yes, par for the course. Um, but let's uh, let's get into some usual shit here on the show. Uh, as far as fan mail, uh, no new iTunes review. There is somebody who keeps writing in on Podbean, saying that we're a swell bunch of guys and we can fuck their sister. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, which, which, which is nice, maybe. Yeah. I don't know, I haven't seen your yeah. sister. But, uh, hey, kudos to you. Send us some uh, 8x10 glossies of your sister. Uh, I'll, t- I'll just into- take her tests, honestly. Like, I don't actually yeah. need a picture. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah. if I'm allowed in here, guys, but... Uh. There's a sketch artist out there. You know, draw your sister's tits. Send them to Michael Key. Hey, hey. Um, but uh, anyway, I got some news uh, today about our Facebook page, which I found kind of alarming. Uh, you know, everybody knows I've been AWOL from the fucking Facebook page because I'm just fucking sick of Facebook. Uh, but apparently there's somebody that's been ruining the fucking page. And, and I don't like to say names, Charles Trainer, but I'm going to say your name, Charles Trainer. I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but stop pissing people off uh, with negativity. What do you do to piss people off? I, I have no idea, but I, I got some messages, some private messages from like old school uh, listeners. You know, people been around for like 10 years on the page. Right. Uh, saying, saying they're giving up on the page and uh, they love us and they're going to still support the show, but the page has become unbearable. I don't know what the fuck's going on. 
you know, but the page should be something that everybody can enjoy and everybody have fun. And, uh, you know, I do check in every once in a while and all I see is, you know, Chuck Trainer posting fucking Brit pop, you know, what the fuck you Oasis loving motherfucker, you know? Yeah. I, I love fucking Violet Femmes, but I don't put it on the show. It's the Rock and Metal hey, Combat yeah. Podcast. Don't you dare do that shit. Because that shit sucks. <laughs> I don't exactly. know what these references are. Yeah, yeah. J- just hang tight. Smoke a bowl, Mike. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I, I don't know what you're doing, so I, I can't allude to any specifics. But I'm just saying, chill the fuck out. I want everybody to have fun on the page. Uh, feel included, you know. Uh, you know, our page is a Benetton ad, man. It's a black, white, yellow, green, gay, straight, you know, not like I like Sammy Hagar gay, but like the good, like suck a cock gay. Uh, you know, everybody should feel welcome and, and, and have fun. I don't know what you're doing, but fucking stop it. All right? And, and, and stop posting fucking shitty Brit pop. God damn it. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but if he keeps it up, I'm going to fire his ass faster than fucking uh, Noel fired Liam or whatever. Yeah, as long as nobody complains about me bashing the gay stuff, we're good. Yeah, yeah, enough of that shit too, Ralph. The 80s rule. Uh, anyway, I, I got to ask you, Mike, wait, wait, how old are you? I'm 33, turning 34 30. next month. Okay, so you're you're two years older than my son. I I, I knew you were young, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I've you always got, you got, you got always looked older than for I somebody am. your age. How uh, how did you get into like good movies? Is is this a family member? Is this something you did on your own? Uh. That's also the autism. I just, uh, I, uh, hyper fixated on movies for my entire life. Um, and have a deep love of, I guess, going down rabbit holes. Um, not just rabbit holes, but, uh, for the sake of this conversation, rabbit holes. And, uh, I don't know, just one thing led to another. Some of it, uh, some of the more recent stuff has been thanks to starting my YouTube channel and doing a lot of like boutique Blu-ray buying and stuff like that. Um, like, I don't think without the channel, I would have gotten into Pinku Ega, um, which for your uh, listeners is um, a specific type of Japanese softcore pornography. Um, has, has a lot of assault and pepper, if you know what I'm saying. And uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just weird things. I It's mostly on my lonesome, because that's, Fun fact, mildly known YouTuber Michael Keane, bit of a loner, doesn't doesn't really have a lot of people over much, doesn't get out. Well, I, I love that you have just Franco parties, you know, and shit like that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I do have my weekly uh, uh, thrashers where we uh, watch movies, uh, right? I pick like five and they vote and... Uh, I've shown them some fucked up things. There's definitely been many people who did not come back after a first time. Uh, I think we actually had one who left mid movie, like and never and like never wanted to come back. <laughs> Which uh, was too bad. She didn't watch she, it with the dub version. 
Uh, maybe. I don't know. She had huge tits, though. Like, great, just juicy honkers. And, uh, so I, I was a little sad about that one. I did feel a little bad. But then I also, you know, I was like, you know, I just have a natural touch to me, I guess, um, of making people run away. Uh, yeah. I got a little well, tangential well, there. I, I gotta ask you, as, as a Patreon member of yours, uh, one thing I thoroughly enjoyed, I don't know if you're still doing it, because I don't get on the whole, like, Discord and shit like that as much as I should, but you used to do the viewing parties. Yeah, and I, yeah. I love those, because that's how I discovered New York Ninja. I bought New York Ninja because I watched it on one of your, oh. one of your viewing yeah. parties. Yeah, I, But I, I was the guy who would bitch. Uh, when you would show a movie, I'm like, you know, how about showing the, the dubbed version? You know, where we hear oh, yeah. English, you know, and, and that's immediately when I figured out, like, I wasn't the, you know, I'm used to being the cool kid in the room and everybody's like, oh, look at this nerd. He wants the English dub. Uh, do you prefer when you watch movies, you watch them in a foreign language? Uh, I, well, it depends on the movie. Um, if it's something that was like, if it's one of those Italian flicks. Uh, or a Franco flick where it was always going to be dubbed in the first place and it's not really necessarily going to be a big like there's a there's not enough differences between Italy and uh, you know America uh, for me to really worry about the translation being a little weird or anything so I just will watch the English dub if that is the thing that's available um, if it's something like Japanese, uh, that then I or Chinese, um, Cantonese, uh, I would uh, do the subtitles because there's enough of a difference between the English and whatever language uh, that would make a a dub translation less likely to be terribly accurate than a, the subtitles. Obviously, also there's less dubbed Japanese movies than there are dubbed. Italian movies. Uh, well, I that's not true because my... all the Japanese movies are dubbed, but dubbed into Japanese because you know inclusivity. I think mine depends on the language. You know, there's certain languages I can handle listening to and watching the film. I have a hard time with Asian languages and anything French. Uh, you know, uh, uh, French language you know, thoroughly offends me. Um, I think it's like Pope John Paul II said that um, the French smell like we think Muslims smell like, uh, you know, and, and, and their language is just like baby talk. So it offends me. I, I can't watch anything in French. Um, but I, I do love a lot of these movies, but it just yeah. takes me out of it. But I, I don't get it because I can watch... You know, Godfather 2, like all the Italian scenes, I can sit there and read it, doesn't fucking bother me. But for some reason, I don't know. Like a whole Well, movie. I mean, I mean, I can't relate to that because I like chicks with gaps in their front teeth. And so French is A-OK -okay by me. But, um, I mean, I, I don't know. It's just, that's stupid. That's all I got. That's, that's a dumb, that's a dumb problem to have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it sucks. I like the English dub. But, uh, you know, fuck it. But I watch some Italian shit, you know, like, you know, the Forgotten Jallos that, uh, that I love. You know, I, I watch a Jallo movie with the subtitles and I don't give a fuck because it's Italian. It sounds pretty. 
And I, yeah. I like German because that shit sounds like aggressive. You know, yeah, but, but same. French I'm German, so I get that. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't got no time for that shit. Anyway, just 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 something I was thinking about. I don't know where the fuck Ralph went. Right, take a shit. Probably uh, take a shit. But uh, hmm. let me think of a time killer before he gets back and we get into the rock news. Rock uh, news. Yeah, yeah. And we got some horrible rock news, and, and you'll probably know nothing of what we're talking about. Hopefully you're high enough, you can still, you know, enjoy uh, the rides. Yeah. Keeps keep doing pretty good. Keep doing pretty good. How's Vegas? You like, you're not from Vegas, you're from the South. Yes. Uh, I am from uh, Pensacola, Florida, which is essentially Alabama. Oh. Um, and uh, I grew up in Charleston, South Carolina. Which is essentially um, a fucking hell pit, and um, then I moved to Asheville, North Carolina, and from there I made the leap to Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, for boring reasons, and uh, never had been to Vegas before. Uh, didn't really have a good conception of what it was outside of Showgirls, but uh, went ahead and did that, and it's pretty, it's pretty dope. Uh, you know, the poverty's not great. The, uh, the the sheer number of homeless people left out by the system is not amazing. It's, you know, it's 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 not great that the park down the way was closed to public because of uh, homeless people wanting a good place to sleep. That's that was that's not good. But other than that, other than that, and the crime, um, and the summers, uh, and a lot of the Californians. Um, beyond that, and the conservative nature of many folks, it would surprise uh, uh, tourists. Beyond all that, um, and the construction. The construction's fucking awful. Fuck, oh god, that construction can kiss. Our, our, our state bird is uh, a traffic cone. Uh, <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's fucking money laundering garb. Anyway, beyond all that, great place to live. Oh, and the education system is fucking terrible. But beyond that, Great place to play. Well, do they teach you like how to play blackjack and shit? I mean, is that part? I of mean, that's actually system? that's actually not completely inaccurate. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's 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 the problem, and this is me like leaning from people who've grown up here, because obviously I don't fucking know. I got educated in South Carolina. I'm way above Nevada, uh, kind yeah. of. Um, yeah, your math skills are probably on the lower, but other than that. <laughs> We learned how to speak English real good. Um, one of my favorite side story. One of my favorite uh, moments in my entire life, a formative moment, was I was uh, a teenager. Let's say like probably like sixteen, and I was watching Eight and a Half, and of course was it an oh, Fellini's Eight and a Half. It's an Italian, and my uh, grandmother, uh, my stepdad's mother, uh, was there staying with us, and she and I can hear she's like right behind me. To my mom, does he like watching those movies? Well, yeah, ma. Why? Well, they're not speaking American. Which <laughs> I'll never forget. That'll be my dying breath. Is just remembering speaking American. <laughs> um. Fuck. What was I talking about before I went on that tangent? Uh, Vegas. Vegas sucks. Oh yeah, Vegas uh, is really fun uh, when it's 
It also sucks that if you don't drink, there's not a lot to do at night. That's not true. I guess if you have friends, there's plenty to do at night. But if you if you don't have friends, uh, like some kind of fucking loser, uh, or a tourist, or a fucking loser tourist, uh, you're going to have a, a bad time. Uh, we are starting to get weed lounges, but I, I haven't been to one of those yet. I feel like that's kind of a douchey thing. Uh, I prefer to just not, get high. Are you not everywhere. a drinker? Are you, you more... Oh, no, uh, I don't drink alcohol or soda. Um, oh. Not because I'm Mormon or anything. It's it's oh. it's just I, I make arbitrary decisions in my life so that my dumb brain will, you know, st keep a steady beat. And uh, so I decided I don't need to pay a lot of money for alcohol uh, for something, you know, it's something that just, like, makes me feel like shit, usually, because I have low blood sugar. Um... And then soda, kind of the same thing, but also soda's terrible for me and it's slowly killing me. So, uh, you know, fuck that too, I guess. And so I, uh, for like at least I think seven years now, I haven't had either, pretty sure. But uh, yeah, I don't drink. I don't. I don't drink. Is the point of that story? Uh, I'm slowly weaning myself off of fentanyl, but it's hard because it's in everything. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. E even Sanka has fentanyl in it now. You know? so. Oh man, you know, I mean, try buying baby food. Like it's it's ridiculous <laughs> the things that they'll throw in there. Just because it's not a real human, you know, they think they can just—it's like dog food. I don't understand. Oh, I don't so know. I want to eat a can. I want to eat a can of Fancy Feast. Those cats are—they're doing okay. Yeah. Uh... So you sent me a message the other day, and I, I saw you post online. You're uh, you're working on the special features for China O'Brien on vinegar syndrome. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, almost done with those. Yeah, awesome. It's, uh, well, it's no, been a pain in the ass because I I've had to watch China O'Brien one and two a lot. Are they bad? They're not bad. They're just fine. It's well, the problem with China O'Brien and like most of Cynthia Rothrock's American career is the action just can't quite keep up with what she was doing in Hong Kong. And so you watch, a, you know, two whole movies of hers and there's some good action. They, especially like this was the Golden Harvest production. So they had um, Hong Kong uh, stuff performers uh, helping them. And you can, it's really, it is fun to spot the the, the, the Hong Kong performers because they, they look a little out of place in the uh, Salt Lake City uh, Lin or no, Park City lensed uh, locations. Uh, speaking of Mormons, um, but uh, like you watch two movies and it's like, well, I could just watch her like two or three fights in Millennium Express and be fine, or Millionaires Express. Sorry, Millionaires Express. Um, Stone. Uh, so it, it gets a little other, like you know watch writing wrong so you get a bunch of great Cynthia Rothrock action and also a bunch of great Yun Biao action and all kinds of other action people dying left and right comedy abounds and in a, a Cynthia Rothrock movie you don't get that also she's dubbed in Hong Kong movies um, and I, I think I preface Cynthia Rothrock I haven't met her I, I sat in front of her at a movie theater once when New York Ninja premiered uh, that's about it uh, but I've, I've done a bunch of interviews, uh, or edited a bunch of interviews of hers, and I can say that she seems like a, just a delightful fucking person. Um, I've heard nothing but great things. Uh, she's an amazing martial artist and um, a great action performer. 
not the best actors in the world. And uh, that that it, when it's dubbed into by another actress in Hong Kong, it's pretty. It's 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 better. It's better. Maybe. How how about like Cynthia Rothrock, you know, dubbed by Gilbert Gottfried? I I would, I would watch that. Fucking die and go. To <laughs> that sounds amazing. Oh, why is all the, all these people are using AI for such bullshit? Why isn't this a thing? Come on. Oh. All right. Well, I see Ralph's back. Uh, he's playing on his phone. He's looking at Asian porn. Uh, I bet your listeners love all this music talk. sending it to him so he yeah we all knew we all knew that yeah we all knew but he made a video about it like ah see ralph he he you know you can't trust mark daly i'm like what the hell is wrong with mark daly sending you screenshots from the group that's the coolest thing mark daly's ever done yeah and then he went on to say chuck charles said a lot of shit about you now check it out check out why chuck charles said shit about me get ready for this because Chuck Charles was upset with me because I like Cheap Trick more than Oasis. So he went off on me because of that. How am I supposed to feel bad about that? You know what I'm saying? This guy's upset I like Cheap Trick more than Oasis. How does that make me look bad? So, to, so uh, this video he made, and by the way, he's a seeing therapist. Um, backfired on him because number one i don't care i'm glad that mark daly sent you screenshots and i don't give a fuck what chuck charles said about me about this whole thing so it doesn't make me look bad all i know is that mark daly and chuck charles aren't lying pieces of shit like you thank you that's all i got to say about that amen sister yeah Oh, it's right. like an all-girl summer camp in here. All this drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fun drama. You know, the retarded little darlings. The retarded Popeye. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into the rock news, shall we? And uh, you know, Mike, feel uh, free to comment where you want, or uh, just you know, keep token. Oh, I'll, I'll I'll say stuff because I um, I'm a blatant <laughs> narcissist, so that that is no problem. Oh, got blatant narcissist, filmmaker, uh, editor, and uh, yeah, and German. And All German. right. <laughs> yeah, bold. Uh, this is pretty funny. Ace Fraley says, "I'm a sloppy guitar player, but so are Jimmy Page and Keith Richards." Um, to me, that's saying, "Yeah, I got a small dick, but so does John Holmes." 
How dare this fucking hack compare himself to Jimmy Page and Keith Richards? Holy shit. What's going on with Ace Fraley, Ralph? Tell me. Tell I don't me know, man, but man, you know, number one, I, I disagree 100% with you. With you saying, oh, this crappy reason now is no different than the crappy reason the last couple of albums. I disagree 100%, especially the last one. Holy fuck. I don't know if you heard that one yet. Which one, the ch- cherry medicine? Yeah, oh my. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you can't tell me that shit sounds like, that shit sounds like a Miley Cyrus like type of song, you know? Totally <laughs> like crappy pop. It's like, now now that's the trickster I know when I hear that song. <laughs> There's the trickster, you know? But Walking on the Moon was crap as well. I like 10,000 Volts. Uh, the other two songs that are separate from this are complete crap. So, so far, four songs on this new album is shit. But, again, you never know. I might end up liking the rest. I don't know. All I know is that, boy, it's not a wise move to release those two singles before the album comes out. I know our good friend Edward Canastracci heard that cherry thing, and he canceled his order. He canceled <laughs> That's That's awesome. He can't do pre-order. You think he's the only one that And you know, and, and the best is Tim Bream. Tim Bream, you know, he's the ultimate sheep. He likes everything. Well, well, fucking Ed, Edward Cranestrachi put a picture of Ace Frehley. And on the bottom it says, up in space, nobody can hear your shitty music. And, 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 and Tim Bream saw that and said, not you guys, too. Oh, my God. That's funny. Uh, Mike. Uh, are you a, uh, may I call you Mike? Um, uh, sure, you know, that's or, fine. Or do you prefer Mike? Do you prefer Michael? I prefer or, Daddy, but, um... Da- Daddy? No, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Uh, are you a Kiss fan at all? Do you like Kiss? Um, there are some, I mean, there's Kiss songs I like. Um, and I, I read Gene Simmons' shitty, uh, uh, <laughs> self-help book. Um, Which one? About, like, the one where it's, he's like talking about his business skills and shit. Um, what business skill does Gene Simmons have? The only you thing, know, according to him, a fuckload. The only, <laughs> thing, the only thing he's been successful at is Kiss. Tongue Magazine failed. Gene Simmons record failed. The Kiss coffee shop failed. Everything, the, the Detroit Rock City movie failed. I like to it. To be fair, the coffee thing, that was America <laughs> failing. <laughs> you know the awesome thing though i have every issue of tongue magazine and there is a virgin that i am gonna steal their life savings from and like sell that shit on ebay so i'm happy about that you, know? you like a good failure uh from like 40 years ago um <laughs> and I, I just want to say, uh, you mentioned John Holmes, and I was like, I know that. Um, <laughs> uh, I watched uh, Hard Soap, Hard Soap recently, which is the 1977 Bob Chin directed uh, uh, Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman parody pornography, uh, yes. and John Holmes is in there. And man, I, if you want to see fully erect, like all the blood in his body coursing through his cock, John Holmes. Yes. Hard soap, hard soap. He fuck. It's a, it's a nail biter, man. <laughs> I I saw one where he's fucking uh, 
who's the ivory soap girl marilyn chambers mm-hmm. he's yeah and it, it's it's like he he's shoving like a a soft dough of bread into her yeah it's it's wild because like you don't realize how often you don't see him fully erect in porn until you see him fully erect and you're like jesus fucking christ that poor woman yeah um because like i mean i don't remember <laughs> who he fucks in this because again hi uh but like he's he's trying like she's blowing him and it is a fucking horror show because like he couldn't if he deep-throated her she would die she would die <laughs> i don't know if he'd be from the shock or the fact that her neck exploded but die um so anyway hard soap hard soap three and a half out of five great movie that's that's why I only did Asian porn. They have small hands. It makes me look more impressive. <laughs> All that's right. Why I, I, you... I dated. I I, I married a, a like five foot four chick. Uh, actually, no, <laughs> five foot three, five foot two, five foot something. I don't know. She'll probably listen to this because it's ostensibly about ghost and be very disappointed in me. But that's okay. Hey, babe. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, small hands. They're great. All right, well, you guys talk about big dicks. I'm going to be right back, and I'm, I'm going to go relieve well, my little so Give me at least one news story. Okay. All right. Yeah, come on, sheep ass. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jeff Schaefer to undergo medical procedure, and that's going to delay his sentence, uh, sentencing in the January 6th erect, uh, surrection. Uh, apparently, he's going to have his head removed from his ass. Is that is but, that is that John Schaefer's brother, Jeff Schaefer? Or whatever. John Schaefer, Jeff Schaefer, whom it the Ice Earth asshole. He's trying to get out of his trial by saying he's having a medical procedure. Have fun with that. I'm gonna pee. Alright, I'm gonna talk with Michael about this. Who the fuck it was that? that uh, who? It, it doesn't matter if you know this artist or not, because this is the deal with him. He's supposed to go to jail because he was part of the insurrection. You know, when everybody stormed the White House and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was part of it. He even had uh, um, uh, bear spray with him, you know? And they got wow. the video. They got the whole thing. And this guy is a famous guitar player in, you know, the, the metal, in the metal world. He's in a band called Ice Earth. They're pretty popular. And he got all, you know, macho. And I'm, you know, he wasn't even pro-Trump. He was like, ah, you know, but he was very against Democrats, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fair. So he got arrested, like the rest of those schmoes that broke into the place. And then he was in jail for all the time. He's out now, but he's supposed to go back in jail. But anyway, while he's in jail, he got shook down by the FBI and stuff. So they're going to get there. They're trying to give him a lesser sentence now because he's narking on all the people and part of his because he was part of a group an anti-government right yeah and uh so he's giving all those people up to get a lesser sentence and yet there are ice ice star fans out there going we support john you support a rat man yeah there's not really a good positive way of spinning that either either which way yeah there's (laughs) Whether whether you're for Trump or you're against Trump, I don't care what political thing you stand for. If you get caught breaking into the Congress, whatever the fuck, and then you go to jail, and then the FBI, FBI 
you're trying to cut a deal with the FBI by being a rat. Democrat or Republican, I don't care. You're a rat. Never tell on your friend. Remember, remember uh, Jimmy from Goodfellas? That's right. Yeah. Never rat on your friends. That's right. Oh, and then there's, uh, isn't the, the neighboring uh, pizza place in Bob's Burgers, isn't that Jimmy Pesto? Yeah, Jimmy Pesto. He, he also <laughs> got in trouble for January 6th. So there you go. That's the I, I can't wait for the next January 6th because I am going to make a fucking fortune. I cannot, Michael, you are a genius. You figured out how to do a Patreon page. I've tried to do one yeah, and I keep up, having trouble. Why hasn't it been done? I, I know. I, I need to consult some other. I'm fucking stupid. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but I'm going to go to the next January 6th, no matter who wins or loses. I hope there's some kind of insurrection. I'm going to go there. I'm going to sell bootleg Ice Age uh, Aster t-shirts, and I'm going to sell, like, white pillowcases. I'm just going to cut out the fucking eyes and shit. I'm going to make a fucking fortune. And, you know, I won't have to beg people for my money, you know? Yeah, shit. that would be nice, yeah. I, uh... <laughs> yeah. All I can say is fuck Jeff Shaper. Yeah, and fuck the French. God fuck damn it. Schaefer's and his brother. All right. Uh, next story. Uh, Ralph, did you see uh, footage of Testament from Connecticut? Uh, probably the blackest state in the Union. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, they played the Legacy of New Order in their entirety, but which is weird. They played New Order first and the Legacy. Uh did you see the footage? Nope. I didn't even know. Pretty fucking good, man. Pretty fucking good. Uh, they're getting ready to re-release the New Order and the Legacy on vinyl uh, through Nuclear Blast, so they're kind of doing this to promote it. But god damn, they sounded good. Big fan. Right on. My Michael, are you a fan of thrash metal at all? It's fine. All right, thanks for your commentary. <laughs> All right, next story here. Uh, what do we got going on? What do we got going on? Oh, uh, Audi Debro, or Desbro, however the fuck you pronounce this shit. Uh, the drummer from Great White. He says it was Jack Russell's solo band playing at that fateful show in Rhode Island. Not Great White, and he's tired of Great White getting their name dragged through the mud for that fire where so many people died. You mean Mark Kendall wasn't there? Okay, here's the thing he goes into. Mark Kendall was there, but he was hired by Jack Russell to play in Jack Russell's Great White at the time, because apparently Jack Russell was having a hard time selling tickets. That's why he's playing fucking Rhode Island. There's like 20 people in Rhode Island, even though somehow 300 people died at this show. 100. Uh, exactly 100. Oh, was it? Okay. I, I'm not good at math. Um, but uh, yeah, he's saying, oh, it, it sucks that we're tied to this, even though they had nothing to do with it. Uh, I, I can kind of see that because he wasn't the particular drummer at this show. But yeah, it's always going to get assigned a to Great White. And is there great white without Jack Russell? Other than the cool guy who's the new singer we interviewed at Rockin' Pot. <laughs> I didn't realize that the uh, main character of Werewolf by Night uh, was um, in a band. Well, now you know. Uh, but yeah. And okay, also so killed a bunch of people. 
Yeah, if you don't know, uh, Michael, um, I believe it was in late 90s, early 2000s, uh, the former lead singer of Great White was playing a show at this little club in, uh, in Rhode Island, and they did pyro in this small little shithole bar. That's and it lit, good. Yeah, it lit the whole building on fire. And yeah, it was like a shithole bar. The pyro lit the whole place on fire and like 100 people died. Including, oh my God. Including one of the band members. Yeah, including uh, the fill-in guitar player. Yeah. Sweet yeah. Jesus titties. What? Oh my God. There's there's a documentary about that. I'm, yeah. I'm, well, that's that's what he's bitching about is the documentary because he says in the documentary they keep saying great white, great white. He's like, this was Jack Russell's great white well, because the elites. Was it billed as Jack Russell's great white though? That's okay, here's the thing. It was billed as Jack Russell's Great White. But in all the promotional, like the flyers and everything, they use an old picture of like real Great White. You know what I mean? To try to get people to show up. And that's why Jack Russell supposedly spent some more money to get, uh, you know, the guitar player to show up and shit like that. I mean, it's a, it's a tragedy, you know? It, it's unfortunate because shit like this should happen at a Nickelback show. You know, not a great oh, don't show. Be, you know, <laughs> don't be so trendy. Stay, you gotta be true to yourself. It has to happen to Sammy Hagar fans. Leave Nickelback out of it. Yeah, well, here here's the thing. The reason why I didn't say it should happen to Sammy Hagar fans is there's more people at a Nickelback show. Yeah. So I'm all about, you know, like, like if you're gonna get rid of douchebags, get the get rid of the most, you know. What, what are you gonna have at, at Sammy Agar's show? Like five fucking people, hey, you know that that are like a year away from dying anyway. You know, a Nickelback. If you kill people at a Nickelback show, you're killing millennials at a younger age that are still like can breed. Hey man, Nickelback never ruined Van Halen, so I don't know. I, I'm I'm just playing the long game here. Okay, uh, whatever. I feel like Fuck. this is my one chance to get canceled, so I'm going to stay out of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, you haven't got canceled yet, Mike? Oh, you got to try no. it. It's great. You know, Ralph and I got canceled. This, this, great story. <laughs> so we started the podcast in 2014. It's doing pretty fucking good. We get picked up by an alternative radio station. And uh, we got canceled because we talked about the pleasures of analingus during a Guns N' Roses Use Your Illusions episode. You know, huh. that's our claim to fame. We, we got canceled before canceled was cool. And, and, and I still don't get it. What the hell is wrong with a girl licking your ass? I think it's a beautiful nothing, thing. Nothing, nothing. Don't be ashamed. It's a beautiful thing. That, don't let I mean, Michael shame you. Talent. What? Yes. <laughs> it's fucked up, bro. So we got you ever, had your, you ever had your ass like Michael? Uh... I don't think so. It's awesome. It's not too bad. It's it's not too awesome. bad. I've heard. I have. I mean, I have friends who have, have talked about it. Yeah. I, I, no. No. I mean, see, I was raised Catholic. It was a little weird for me at first, you know. <laughs> but I, I, I liked I it. When I used to work at the airport, I used to work with guys. They used to tell me there's no better feeling than a girl putting her finger up your ass. And I said, now that's a feeling. I I don't care how good it is. I don't think I'll go that far. I don't want. I don't to... know. I I have a bidet, and uh, you like it? Oh man, you just you 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 angle yourself just right. It's like it's like it, it's like water power, it's like then the I, film water power. 
And I, See, it's I, French. I won't do it. I won't do it. I highly recommend a, fi- a girl stick a finger up your ass, Michael. Okay, noted. I do have a birthday party coming up, so. <laughs> I know. I know. Now can... I know what to tell Casey what to get you. Hey, Michael. <laughs> Michael, see if she can fist you. Hey, hey, hey. Come I on. mean, she does have very small hands. Yeah, a little Vaseline. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, I'll stay out of it. I once, got, I once watched a friend get spit roasted uh, while watching a movie, and... Um, Boy or girl? Is, uh, boy. Ooh. No wait. What maybe mo- what? What movie? Was it a police academy movie? Um, I don't remember what movie we were watching. I don't remember what movie we were watching, but well, you, it was... you just took me out of the story. I needed to know what movie. <laughs> was it a Michael Bay film? Oh, no, but that would... Oh, my God. Bad Boys 2 and a spit roasting? Holy shit. <laughs> For DX, baby! Oh. All right. I'm hard. Next story. Uh, let's see. What do we got here? Oh! Alex Van Halen's autobiography Brothers due out in October. What do, what do you think? Is this going to be... Uh, is this going to be like... Uh, like an exclusive tell-all, like some weird shit's going to come out, or do you think it's going to be a puff piece? What I don't do you know. Think, I, I, I made a news story about it I put up tonight. Right. I said, I hope. I hope he bashes on Sammy. But, you know, if he bashes on Sammy, he's going to bash on Dave. But, hey, man, bash on Dave all you want. Just bash on Sammy, please. Explain why you won't call him back. You know, after years and years of him going to the press telling people, he doesn't want to play, he doesn't want to talk to me, he doesn't want to be my friend. For years and years, hopefully my, uh, Alex will say, well, maybe if you didn't write so much bullshit in the book, I'd talk to you still. You know what I'm saying? Well, one thing I'm interested in hearing, I don't know if it'll be touched upon in the book, but I've heard a rumor for years that, you know, right before the breakup, um, Alex was engaged to this chick and Dave fucked her. And supposedly Dave fucked her to like prove to Alex that she was a whore and he shouldn't marry her. And uh, so I'd be interested to see if this gets done. And I know a guy in real life that did the same thing. You know, his buddy was about ready to marry this whore and he knew she was a hua. And he's like, he fucked her. You know, and he lost, you know, the dude, like, you know, wasn't his friend anymore. Uh, but he did it to try to show him, like, hey, don't throw your life away at this girl. She's not worth it. Uh, yeah. So I hope that's in there. I'd read that shit. But, yeah, as long as he talks shit about Sammy. Yeah, who knows? What do you, what do you think about this, Mike? Get off of your Instagram. What, what do you think about this? Are First you a off, Van Halen mess- fan? <laughs> First off, I was on Messenger um, because I have a lot of friends. And uh, it's it's a Monday night, and that's what happens on Monday nights, man. Uh, I don't. What did Van Halen do? <laughs> they had a song called "Jump." Uh, are, are you? Uh, You're gonna have to sing you... it for me, man. Okay, might as well jump. Uh, I'm, I'm not as enthusiastic as Dave. Yeah, I got my back against the record machine. Yeah, he knows that one. So what I mean, might as well jump, jump. 
Do, do you have a preference uh, or, uh, between David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar? Um, David Lee Roth. There you go, right after you. Can All right, it. winner, winner, chicken dinner. And you can All stay right, on dude. the show now. Oh, oh my oh, God. Great. Do, do you know how much money that you are going to get off of this? Everybody support <laughs> whatever cause he's got. He picked Dave, so he wins. All right. Uh, next story. Do I give y'all the check now, or is that like? (laughs) Oh, oh, we're still Uh, on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still on. Uh, let's see. All right. Uh, this is a sad one. Ralph, give me a D. D. Give me an E. E. Give me an A. A. Give me a D. D. Uh, the drummer from Helix is dead. Oh. At 68. Damn, that's sad. Yeah, I know. Only Helix fans will get that joke. Uh, Mike, don't don't feel bad. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't know. Uh, It's a good one. That's a good one. Rock. Is this this what it's like when I describe Pinku Ega to people? Yeah. I feel like that's the feeling I'm having right now. And I feel really bad for a lot of my friends. (laughs) Oh, don't worry. Your friends won't watch this. Uh, they've, they've got much better things to do. Uh, yeah, yeah, the drummer from Helix died 68. 68's a good life, but fuck it. I'm going to be 50, so if i got 18 more years of this kind of, like, you know, dick and fart jokes, I'll be happy. I won't complain. Um, Ralph, have you heard any of the, uh, the, the two new Black Crow singles from their upcoming album? No, I have not. Not bad. Not bad. Not great. Okay. Mike, are you a Black Crows fan? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know what? You, you've never even heard of the band of Black Crows? No. That's awesome. That's, I like that. I like that. That's what? Right on. Right on. That's, makes, them, makes them sound racist, though. I don't know. No. <laughs> hey, I don't. I don't see color. I just see a bird with a weird beak. Well, yeah. Well, there's no <laughs> I just realized that actually could come off as racist. I didn't. I was just going for <laughs> random humor. That actually could cascade into. Never mind. I, hey, it, I'm sure they're great. Dude, n- nobody you know will listen or watch this, so you're covered. No, it's man. not you them. Can... They're all racist. But I'm talking about like the, the normies. <laughs> You you have carte blanche. That's, um, not, that's not true. My friends who listen to this uh, because they love me and support me. Um, you, this is this is just who I am, and this is who you are, and you need to accept that. <laughs> All right. Well, Robert Plant. Uh, you ever heard of Led Zeppelin, Mike? Oh yeah, I know that one. They do the fantasy oh, songs. Yes. <laughs> Robert Plant uh, recently performed a song he famously uh, says he detests, uh, Stairway to Heaven, and says that it's probably the last time he'll ever play it. Did you watch the footage, Ralph? I liked it. I thought he did an okay job on it. I, I gotta say, I, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Robert Plant's solo work. Uh, you know, it was definitely scaled back. You could tell this is a 70-year-old man. Uh, trying to sing one of the most classic songs of all time. Uh, but I liked it. 
<laughs> yeah. Hillbilly from Birmingham, uh, England. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I thought it was pretty cool, you know, uh, the way they did, uh, you know, the arrangement of it. Definitely dialed it down. Uh, but it was good, you know. I was like, man, keep keep doing it like that. I'd be happy. Yeah. You know. But, uh, you know, his whole thing about, like, oh, you know, I don't like the lyrics to it now. I don't relate to it, you know. Uh, some Michael understand. That'd be like Scorsese. Like, oh, I don't I don't relate to Taxi Driver, you know, and what I said. Mm. You know, it's, it's like, you know, get the fuck out of here. Well, you but, know? I mean, Scorsese would be talking about an actual art form, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> No, I don't. I, that was just. A, I was just. I decided I would shoot across the bow to just music in general. <laughs> I'm just gonna yeah. denounce music. Wouldn't you yeah. have Robert Plant like bashing on there? What happened uh, with you, Ian, uh, uh, buying those Van Hagar albums, and then later saying, "Oh, I don't like this," but you bought them. Yeah. Okay. Well, you got me there. Didn't you like people but... too? But the, what's that? Didn't you like Poison? Maybe I'm wrong on that. Uh, like is a strong word. Well, I know there was something else you liked back then and that you hated now. Oh, I liked all kinds of fucking shit. I, I, fuck, I that you hate now. Blood. That you hate now. Oh. No, actually, there's not as much that I hate now. I mean, I pretty much well, like what I like. All right. Well, you know, Van Hagar is one. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's... Well, well, again, Van Hagar wasn't something that I liked, but it's something like I kept trying to force feed myself something, you know, hoping I would like it, you know, and I just never, never got into it. Next so. story. All right. Next story. What do we got? We got to get into Ghost real soon or Mike's yeah. going to leave. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I just like hearing two men talk about stuff. <laughs> I think I rented that and forgot to rewind it. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Uh, oh, okay, okay. Here, here's a thing. This is kind of we'll, we'll do this last story, and then we'll get into ghost. But uh, did you see that ACDC announced their new bass player? Yeah. What was yeah, he, he was in the cult. What band was he in again? He played with the cult. He played with uh, Jane's Addiction. Jane's Addiction. Uh, he is a uh, he is to bass playing what Matt Sorum is to drumming. Uh, he can play the instrument, but nothing stands out. And I think that's a pretty poor piss piss poor replacement for Cliff Williams, and. Is it even ACDC with just Brian Johnson and Angus Young? No. And are you are you interested in seeing it? No, but but it's gonna fill yes. a lot of tickets because uh, we are the hardcores. We don't matter. The general right. matters, and they love that shit. And they'll go see ACDC, and there are schools that'll walk out of that show going, "I just saw ACDC. Look, I saw ACDC with Axl Rose." And Cliff Williams, all right? Awesome show. I didn't leave there saying I saw ACDC. You know why? Because Malcolm Young wasn't there. 
I felt the same way when I saw Blow Up Your Video Tour. I was like, dude, it's not ACDC without Malcolm Young. I can even, even though nobody's better than Cliff, uh, Phil Rudd, in right. the summer seat, nobody's better than Phil Rudd. But no. Malcolm is the original. Mar Malcolm is the guy that started the band, you know what I mean? A little more special. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. going out now. It's like Angus Young, Brian Johnson, and friends. Yeah, I'm kind of, you know, I'm torn on it. Like, if it came around and it was on a weekend, I would go. You know, am I going to take a day off of work to go see it? No. Uh, but I think he's like a piss poor replacement, uh, you know, for Cliff Williams. I mean, come on. You know, it, it, it's just sad. I, I think they should stop. I mean, from what I heard, what they did at that Coachella show, uh, I, I wasn't impressed at all. I, th I thought, you know, Ryan Johnson sounded like shit. I thought Angus sounded slow. Uh, just not interested. You know, I got to see ACDC back in the day twice, both times with Malcolm Young. I just remember it like that because you know what? In the end, if they do go out, they take a hell of a lot of money and they will pack every place they play. So by saying, nah, they should just give it up. No, man, let them go. I ain't gonna go, but let, let people enjoy themselves and go watch this tribute band. Whatever, I don't care. People want yeah. to see that. People want to see no matter what. You know, I, I feel like I keep going back to Police Academy, but it's, it's like a Police Academy movie without Steve Gutenberg. You know, it's just, it's yeah. not the same. Yeah, without Malcolm, yeah. it's not the same. Yeah, you want to see Police Academy, but you get Police Academy 7, Mission in Moscow. Oof. Yeah, not the same. I never seen Mike it. Michael, are you a ACDC fan at all? Yeah, they're the Big Balls guys, right? Yeah. Yeah, Big Balls. Yeah. Big Balls. Which Did you see the performance of uh, uh, what Foo Fighters did in New Zealand and Jack Black came out and sang Big Balls? Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, not too bad. <laughs> all right all right well before we lose michael we, uh, enough news enough enough news let's get into why we're here which is ghost and i'm such a huge fan of michael's and i've seen multiple videos where he's wearing a ghost t-shirt so we're gonna find out is he really a ghost fan or you know or is he wearing his wife's t-shirt here you know we're gonna i mean i might as well be out. honestly she really wants to fuck uh tobias forge uh, well, who doesn't? Who does? I mean, have you seen that? Yeah. You know, no, if that yeah. nose is any indication of what's down below, you know. You know, sometimes if the nose is big enough, it can actually do all the work for you. There you go. Yeah. But uh, Michael, how did you discover Ghost, and and what do they mean to you? And are you a big fan? Uh, I am a big fan. Um, I, I I listen to Ghost a lot. Um, I think I. Uh, I want to say that it's because my friend Roger, who's uh, Dr. Deathface in the film Dr. Deathface, uh, coming out at some point, uh, he would always wear a ghost shirt and he would listen to ghosts. So he, I think I probably found out from him and then I spread that disease to my wife. Um, and I, I introduced her to ghost. Um, and 
Yeah, uh, we both just listen to Ghost a lot. I don't really know. We've been to two Ghost concerts. Um, one of them was the one in LA this this last tour. Um, I, I don't remember where the other one was because, man, I have smoked a lot of weed while you two talked about gibberish. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we have a bunch of shirts and shit and like their music and, and buy things involving them. And my wife wants to fuck Tobias Forge. So she basically wants to fuck an entire band. Of nameless ghouls. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's like, you know, that's... I imagine in her head, it's basically just, it's like a really fucked up hentai. It's like Bible black, but it's all ghouls. <laughs> and they're just, uh, actually, I don't know if they didn't really have a lot of tentacles in Bible black. So something with tentacles uh, and just, you know, coming out from them robes and shit and just tearing her up. I think that's what she what she imagines would happen. You know, uh, is, is that the thing because they're nameless ghouls and you just see like, the mask and you know it could be rudy giuliani under there you don't know yeah i think know? it's just that my wife's a pervert i'm gonna be honest with oh, you that's that's okay. that seems like the primary incentive for many of her words awesome ralph how did you discover ghost uh through his horror girlfriend my <laughs> hey that's my wife <laughs> my whore wife yeah, you know, you know. Uh, uh, before I get into ghosts, you know when they say, "What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas," it's like, what do you mean? Like, if you go to Vegas and you kill somebody, you get away with it? Of course not. They'll go over state lines, grab you, and take you back to Vegas. But what they mean by what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas is that the prostitutes there will fuck you and not tell your wife. Unlike. Those small town whores that are also that are always gossiping at the hairdresser saying, Oh, your your husband is John Taylor? Oh, I fuck him for money. I just stole that from Norm McDonald. Rest in peace, Norm. He was awesome. Alright, ghost. This is how I discovered the ghost, and it's a very funny story. <coughs> When, back when I uh, I used to rehearse my band and play no Flocka, we're all you know everyone had like different bands, and there was a thrash death thrash band called Devastator that went to Milwaukee. I think it was Milwaukee Metal Fest. And that's where Dave, I, I think Ghost debuted there because they were just a brand new band. They played there, and these guys came back praising them, how awesome this band they saw called Ghost. And then uh, they got the record, played it. I loved it. I went out and bought it. And uh, then they became really popular. And the Black Thrash Band was like, oh, Ghost sucks. Because they became popular. Yeah, that tends to happen. But that's how I discovered them. I loved the first album. The second album came out, I fucking hate it. I was like, fuck this band. Uh, I, I, I thought it was crap. The third album, which is amazing, by the way, Melonarmia, whatever it's called, I didn't even bother to check it out. Didn't even bother. Then I heard Rats, a prequel, and I absolutely loved it. Made me go out and buy prequel, and then I bought all of them, even the second one. That's, that Melonarmia album is a fucking amazing. Great, great album, great rebound. In the last two albums, they became very poppy, 
but I like it. It's a different direction, but it, it, to me, it's kind of like a heavy metal ABBA. And not even heavy metal, because they're not even metal. Not even the early stuff I consider metal. It's like Boys to Cult type shit. You know, it's hard rock, you know? But yeah, I like, the, I like their ABBA direction, though I'm not, I don't like the last album as much as prequel, but you know, it's got its like, Kaiseria, I think is one of their greatest songs ever. Well, yeah. And, uh, but you know, I, I stand by the first album, will always be my favorite, then Melanora, then prequel, then the last one, and the, my least favorite is, you know, what is it, in the butt of somebody? I don't know, that second album. Not yeah, you, you can't pronounce their fucking albums. That, that's the thing that sucks. But, yeah, I hate that second. I still hate it. But it's got um, Circular Haze and Year Zero and Monstrous Clock. It's got three good tracks on it. But the rest is just horseshit. All right. Well, uh, I first saw him talked about, you know, online. You know, and I, I saw the album cover and I just... You know, heard they were from Sweden, so I'm immediately like, you know, this is some church burning shit, you know, that I probably wouldn't like. Uh, but then I saw a lot of, you know, bands that I respect and like were singing their praises, so I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. And, you know, especially when I heard all these comparisons to Blue Oyster Cult, which I love so much, you know, I was like, all right, I'll check it out. And man, that first album is still, you know, like, I think to a lot of metalheads, you know, the first album, we hold sacred and we're like, yeah, you know, they got everything right there. And, you know, even though it's, you know, a lot of people compare them to Blue Oyster Cult and Merciful Fate, which in a way, I don't think they sound like either band. I, I, hear, I, Blue, I hear Blue Oyster Cult. I hear no. Yeah, I also well, hear Blue Oyster Cult. So I, and I have no, I, I, I'm not good at this. I do hear it. <laughs> But, like, I think I can see more Blues to Cult musically. Uh, Merciful Fate, more like, you know, lyric, lyrical-wise and lyrical content. You know, a lot of, you know, devil worship shit, which is great, you know. Anything that gets this younger generation into Satan, I'm all about. Anything that leads people away from Christianity, you know, and toughens up these fucking millennials or Gen Z motherfuckers, you know. That think they're hard, but they're soft as baby shit. You know, yeah, hard. get into get into Satan. Um, I love Satan. Yeah, see, see, tough guy, tough guy over here. Um, but man, I, I I love that first album, and I think with the comparisons as far to Blue Oyster Cult is they do a really good like creepy mellow. Like you said, they're not like metal, they're not like thrash, but there's like there's a heaviness and just like a darkness to them like don't fear the reaper is not fucking metal but there's like there's just something so dark and perfect about it and that's how a lot of you know ghost is uh so i get that love the first album uh ralph i was kind of like you the second album came out and i was like oh what the fuck you know what happened here and i kind of go up and down you know but you know we'll get into it when we go through the discography but uh, it's a band, you know, I'm still a fan of, I, I believe in. Uh, I'm worried about, like, the current trend they're on, even though I understand it. Uh, 
But uh, fuck it, let's start out with the first album, which is, you know, like every fucking album, how do I pronounce this shit? Opius uh, and, and Ponymous. Um, yeah, their greatest fucking album, in my opinion. Uh, it's heavy in all the right places, but it's got the melody. Uh, it's got my favorite fucking ghost song of all time, which is Satan's Prayer. Uh, you know, but a lot of other classics on it. Um, and I think this one deserves all the praise that they got early on. Uh, what do you think of the, the debut album, Michael? Oh, the debut album. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, so I was, I, I was bringing up their discography because I get, I, I'm not good at albums. I'm, I'm good at songs. I'm not really good at songs either, but um, I listen to Spotify. I'm a piece of shit. I don't know what to tell you, man. Oh, uh, don't tell me that. Don't tell me. <laughs> just it's convenient and i'm a i'm i'm a cheap fucking whore um oh, oh i bet you stream too don't you <laughs> i do stream yeah i do stream it's true it's true I stream a lot I stream all i stream almost every fucking day you're that dad he's, ha <laughs> he's half streamer on his mother's side <laughs> No, I, uh, yeah, Satan's Prayer is good. Um, Ritual's great. It's a, yeah, it's, a, I mean, a Stand By Him. Uh, is, is, I remember being pretty good. I haven't heard that in a while, but, um, it's a, it's a good album. I think it's, you know, it gives you a good intro to these guys and preps you before they go full on bananas. Right on. Uh, is it your favorite Ghost album, or? Oh, absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. All right, Ralph. What do you, your first album? You already said you, you think it's your favorite. What do you love about it? It is. It is my favorite. I love. I, yeah, Pain Prayer and Ritual, my favorites. I love Elizabeth on that album. I like the the, the cover of the bonus track, the cover of Here Comes the Sun. Yeah. I dug that. Good too. one. I think it's uh, excellent. Yes, I think they have not stopped it. They've done some great stuff after, but no. As far as beginning to end, that first album, what is it called? Scooby-Doo and Friends? Whatever. <laughs> it's like their best fucking album, man. I love it. All right. Well, you already said uh, you don't care much for their second album, and I'm going to butcher this fucking shit. Infestive? Inhuman. What he said, Ralph. What what is your issue with this album? I just think the songs are weak. They they're not really fleshed out. Some of the songs sound promising, but then they go nowhere. Kind of like uh, Carnival of Souls from Kiss. Oh my God! Uh, <laughs> some of those songs sound like they could have been much better if they were fleshed out a little more. And that's how I feel this album is. Now, yeah, I, I agree with that. Year Zero is amazing, though. Yeah, Year Zero yeah. and Secular Haze are great. Yeah, and and uh, then I I honestly could not even begin to imagine humming any of the other ones. I don't, I can't yeah, sparse them. It's forgettable. It's it, it's just not. Which is which is weird for Ghost to be forgettable. Yeah. Monsters Clock, I like too, but. Yeah, the rest was just like songs that did nothing for me. And I've given that, I even bought it on vinyl trying to get into it. It's not working. Still not working. 
my least favorite ghost town. All right, Michael, uh, expand about any thoughts you might have on this one. Is it, was this like when you came into him, or you already knew him by this album? I'll be honest, I don't remember. You know what? I don't think I actually knew about them until, gosh, probably when maybe when Square Hammer came out. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't get into things when they start. Really, if you can't tell by the fact that all the movies I love are from like 30 years prior to my birth. That's not true, 20 years, sometimes five. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I, I lost the thread again, I'm sorry. Uh, this uh, is yeah. gonna, you're, I, I can't wait for the reviews. Uh, you're gonna get a ton and they're not gonna be great. Oh, uh, whatever, All right. fuck the reviews. Uh, Michael, I got a question for you because Ian touched upon it before we got you on here. Ian brought up one of my favorite movies. Yeah, Death Row Game Show. You're aware of that one, right? Yeah. God, I love that movie. I saw that movie at a real cheap theater in the 80s. And, like, it just came and went. And nobody ever talked about it. I would tell people about it until it was released on DVD. I got it on, on Blu-ray now. But what a great, stupid-ass movie, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, um, I'm going to be honest with you. I think I only watched the first 20 minutes. Oh, you didn't um, watch it all. Not because it was it was bad or anything. I have this problem where, like, because I'm married with a child, uh, I never finish things. I don't say never, but I rarely finish things that I start, and that was one that just fell to the wayside. I'm pretty sure it is one of the Blu-rays, right, that I have, I think. Yeah, you should watch I need, I need less Blu-rays because I shouldn't be confused as to which titles I own. I'll give it another chance. You ever seen it, Ian? Yeah, of, of course. I got it. I, I bought it because of you, and that's how I found Vinegar Syndrome as you know a distributor. And you know, fast forward a little bit, you know, I get really into these boutique labels who are putting out movies that you know that I care about, and that's how I found Michael's channel uh, was through that. Uh, let me ask you this, Michael. I, I know we're getting sidetracked here, but fuck yeah, it. You know, we're all drunk, high, everything. Um, best decade for film. Best decade for film. Oof. Um, I mean, I I want to say the 70s. I feel like that's the default answer. Um, but it's, it, it is... Actually, it's the correct answer. But I, I, I would also say that you could make a strong case for the 30s. Um, and a strong case for the 60s, I suppose. So I would say the 60s is the most important. Um, I mean, aside from, I guess, the 10s for the sake of existing, I guess. But um, I would say that the 60s were the most transformative um for film uh oh well that's actually and that's no longer maybe true the 60s were the most transformative until i guess the 2020s or 2010s i guess that it's tough but uh but yeah 2010s yeah i guess would be the other time that the most really? change occurred uh for the better uh yay nay <laughs> it's 50 50. uh uh, that's more of an industrial change, um, which is not great, but also good. That's how most of this works. Like the '60s, it's the same thing. You like you get more 
indie productions um, kind of fucking up the system. And in that instance, it worked out really well, but that's not guaranteed to always happen. Uh, when did the Hayes Code end? Was that was that? The that was uh, thirty. Uh, four, no, four, sorry, <laughs> forty. Yeah, like those. So the problem is the Hayes Code. I don't remember the exact time. Like it was just ended, but it kind of just fell apart over time. Okay. So uh, that's not a core memory for me. Um, but it was like fifties uh, and early mid sixties. I don't know. Um, yeah. I was just watching, like last night, I was watching uh, the 4K of Rosemary's Baby. You know, and I was talking to my wife. I was like, man, you know, a few years before this, you know, you couldn't even have a scene where, like, Mia Farrow says, let's make love. You know? Yeah. You got got nudity and shit like that. I I think I tend to agree with, with Ralph, where. Ralph hates the 80s. I love the 80s. Wait, wait, wait. Let me clarify. I hate anything after '84. Right. Up to '84 was awesome. But like, I'm I'm an '80s kid. I love like you know, Canon films, New World Pictures kind of shit. You know, I grew up on that. Like, you know, I was raised by HBO and shit like that. Uh, but you know, as far as you know, I look at the '70s. You know, you got Scorsese and Coppola and Frankenheimer. You know shit like that I, I think that really kind of you know the, the new guard uh you know taken over i think the 90s was important because of course you had tarantino and you had more like independent shit uh you know but i i, I don't know lately i'm so like I, I don't know. It's like nothing speaks to me. And I, I feel bad even saying that because I watch every fucking comic book movie that comes out. But Ah, so you're a piece of shit. Okay. Yeah, I'm a piece of <laughs> shit. But, I, but I'm not inspired by it. You know what I mean? I, to me, it's not cinema. It's, it's popcorn shit. You know? But that's what I love, like, watching, you know, when I watch Fatal Future. You know, like, I totally <laughs> get what you're, you know... Uh, lampooning and and what you know you're you're making fun of and and having fun with and even the head you know where you know when i watch the head i see like you know the the shot on video kind of shit you know i get all like like the cool throwback shit and stuff um but man shit shit that comes out now i'm just like man i would i I would fight back with that a little and say that there's always been like this is definitely the most like um, transformational, like big genre push in cinema history. Um, part of that's just down to streaming is bigger, social media is bigger. It's just things are kind of coming to an end for that formula. Um, and uh, but we've like, if you look at the '50s, for example, um, actually '30s through the '50s, uh, westerns. Oh my God. A lot of westerns, and we talk about a lot of great ones, don't get me wrong. But there's a lot of pieces of shit that you'll find in a dollar bin from that period of time. Uh, some real fucking garbage. Um, that all star John Wayne. Yeah, yeah, there are this like 50 John Wayne classics. There's 50, and they all they have John Wayne, I'll give you that. <laughs> um, I like true John, John Wayne was a fag. 
John Wayne, John Wayne was a fag, but I liked True Grit. That was a good one. That's when, that's when he like really stayed in the closet and acted like a man. Yeah, I mean, anytime he was with John Ford was pretty okay. Uh, but that's working with John Ford. Um, fuck, what were we talking about? Who knows? We're high. We'll go on to the next Ghost album. All right. What's uh, the next Ghost album was actually an EP called If You Have Ghosts. And, uh, man, Ghost has put out a shit ton of EPs that are cover EPs. And this one was no exception. And, uh, oh, I forgot to say what I thought about In Your Fist Urum or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, yeah, when it first came out, I was like, eh, you know, I loved, uh, you know, what, what's the songs off of that one? Let me look real quick here. Good old Wikipedia. Uh, yeah, Year Zero to me is the fucking standout. Um, and man, that's kind of like a lot of people love Monstrous Clock. I like Monstrous Clock live, not as much on the album. Even Secular Haze, it's like, uh, yeah, the second album. I like it more than you did, Ralph, but it took me a while to get into it. But then we get into If You Have Ghost, and I really love uh, the title track, If You Have Ghost, by Rorky Erickson, who was in the 13th Floors, and uh, uh, some very influential uh, uh, ZZ Top loved his shit. Real good shit. But then you got him covering fucking ABBA. And, oh, uh, I love that. You know? Abba's uh, one of the greatest bands of all time. You shut your fucking uh, mouth. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. you and Ralph can There you go. That. There you go. To me, Abba's the greatest pop band that ever did. And yeah, I'm there's a, a strong Mary argument Mary. for that. I'm a marionette is awesome. And you know who's uncredited on that song? Who? Ace yeah. Fraley? David Grohl on drums. Oh, uh, well, th- well, just another reason to hate the Foo Fighters. Yeah, well. Um... But, uh, yeah, it didn't did do much. And, you know, and they covered Depeche Mode. Hey, I love Depeche Mode. Uh, didn't like their cover. And to me, it was just kind of like lighting the fucking loafers. And I felt like they were going lighter when they should have stayed darker. But I'm not the guy to ask because it definitely worked out for them. Uh, you know, popularity-wise, monetarily. You know, same thing with Metallica. And I'll compare them to Metallica a lot because, you know, once they did something a little lighter and it brought them to a broader audience, they expanded on it, you know, and they lost me, you know, but they gained a thousand times more. So all us fucking what what the fuck do I know? You know, and I'm not one of those like, you know, some people hang on to bands like, oh, that was my band and that was my special secret. And now people know my secret and I don't like it anymore. And it's not that, you know, it's like the bands that I love, I want them to get big, but I want them to get big for the right reasons, you know, not because they change their sound to be more palatable, you know, for, you know, people from Michigan, you know, and Idaho can like, oh, I can relate to that. No, you know, stay weird, stay fucking, you know, satanic and stay, you know, somewhat heavy. Stay frosty. Yeah, stay frosty. What did you think of if they have Ghost Ralph? Did you like that EP? Yeah, yeah. Is that all on it? Was it? Wasn't there another song after the Patch Mode? 
Uh, let's see. Let secular to... Haze is also on it. Uh, live. Yeah, right? yeah, a live version of Secular Haze, uh, "Crucified" by Army of Lovers, which I do like that song. That's a great a one. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize oh, that was wait. a cover. Yeah, yeah, that's by Army of Lovers. Uh, I'm a Marionette by ABBA. Uh, Waiting for the Night by Depeche Mode, and a live version of Secular Haze. Okay. But yeah, when that came out, I was like, it kind of didn't pick me out of the haze that I got into with the second album. But you liked it, right, Ralph? Yeah, I did enjoy it. All right, Mike, uh, did you were you aware of this release? Was this something you listened uh, to? No, I wasn't aware of this release. I don't pay attention to that. Yeah, he don't give a fuck. All right, I don't care. I just like the music. What sounds good and has fancy lyrics, like. Yeah. So I'm going to sacrifice well, my time so that you two can keep talking music and I'm going to go take just a log ass piss. Just the longest yes. piss. I will return. Right Please go continue talking about your bullshit. Yeah. We'll come back with questions. All right. Well, the next album, uh, I believe it's pronounced Meloria. Uh, it's Latin for the pursuit of something better, uh, which I absolutely believe it was because to me, they regained it on this album. Big time. Uh, it's still nowhere near, you know, the the, the debut album. But uh, but I dug it, man. I mean, that that uh, the first single and video was uh, how do you pronounce Cersus or Cersei? Yeah. yeah, the best. Oh my! Oh my God, is that one good? Uh, and. From the pinnacle to the pit. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Killer fucking album. Spirit. But then you got you got something like, I, I know a lot of people love it, but he is. Love it. Uh, yeah. To, to me, that one does nothing for me. And, you know, I saw him play it live. And you know, I'm just like, oh, God, this was a piss break, but I didn't even have to piss. Um, but overall, it, it, it's a good album. Better than the second, but not as good as the first. What do you think, Ralph? I love it. Yes, I agree. It's not as good as the second album, but it's my second favorite album they did. I love Spirit, Money, Mummy Dust. Yeah. Series is the best song on there. From the Pentacle to the Pit, that bass on there. Singingly awesome. And he is, man. He is, to me, is like my second favorite. Really? Um, I absolutely love it. And I love the video where he's kind of like a Jim Jones type character. Um, I think Melanoria is a fucking fine album, man. And I, I, as I said earlier, I didn't even look into the song when it was new. It was going back after a prequel that I realized, whoa, this is a damn great album, you know? Because the second album turned me off so much, I stopped getting listening to the ghost so I heard the song rap. So bottom line, my second favorite album. Absolutely love Meliora. Yeah, like he said. What do you what do you think of this one? Is this one you have in your collection? Or I don't just own albums, you fucking (laughs) I know, I'm an elitist. (laughs) Uh, no I actually I I legitimately uh, I thought about collecting records for a while and then I was like no that's a bad idea it's a terrible idea for you Michael oh it's a money pit it's a, it's yeah. worse than fucking movies 
Yeah, I can't. I can. I already couldn't handle the movies. Like I don't. Especially I don't if know. you go vinyl, like we yeah. do, it, it's it's terrible. So uh, I don't own any records. Well, I own a copy of Ziggy Stardust, but that's just because I wanted to fuck David Bowie. On um, vinyl or cassette? Vinyl. Oh, okay. You're still cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, Meliora, uh, I, I I think is fantastic. Um, I really like. I think my wife is the one that doesn't like Mummy Dust, but I really like Mummy Dust. Um, and uh, you know, Cerise uh, from the Pinnacle to the Pit. Um, others oh, is that? Do I have Square Hammer? No. Uh, on later editions, but not on oh, the okay. initial release. Gotcha. But. Um, We'll, we'll take that as a segue because Square Hammer was originally on the EP that followed this album up, and that EP was called Pope Star. Uh, had Square Hammer, uh, Nocturnal Me, uh, Echo and the Bunnymen cover, I believe a Simeon Mobile Disco cover, Missionary Man by the Eurythmics, and Bible and Imperturant cover. I, I, I'm horrible at pronouncing shit. Um, I found this collection to be a little bit better than If We Have Ghost. I liked more songs, but to me it was still moving in the wrong direction. It was a little bit more uh, commercial for my taste and you know, even further getting away from, from the debut album. Uh, are you familiar with this EP at all, Michael? Yeah, uh, I think Pope Star's a, a really strong EP. Um, I think you're being a little bitch. Okay. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, all good songs. Actually, I say that I don't remember Bible. Um, I might just not be remembering the title because again, I just listen to yeah. I listen to the music. It's um, the weakest song. <laughs> okay, that makes sense then. Uh, but uh, you know, as an EP really good and of course has square hammer which is a fucking bop and one of the more isn't isn't like the nfl don't these square hammer a lot or something yeah that and crazy train by ozzy osbourne that's fucking hilarious <laughs> it's amazing what a fucking world to live in what you can't yeah. write this shit <laughs> ralph what do you think of uh pope star i love it and i will say even though it's a cover, the greatest song that, even better than anything off the first Ghost album, is the song wow. Bible. Is what? The song Bible. Wow. I think it's the great, it's, it, all right, I can't say it's the best Ghost song because they didn't write it, but it's the best thing they ever recorded in my opinion. I think wow. the song is fucking amazing. And of course, I love Square Hammer. A plug for Wayne Noon and his band Severed Angel, who did a cover of Square Hammer, and they did a damn fine job of it. And uh, God, I love it. I love uh, this uh, Pope Star album. I think uh, all songs are good, especially Bible. All right, Ralph. Well, why don't you take the next release, which is uh, their fourth full-length studio album, Prequel, I believe it's pronounced. My third favorite. I love this album. I love the direction they took, which is more pop. Sounds like ABBA to me. Very ABBA in a lot of these songs. 
and uh, Rats. When I heard Rats for the first time, that got me back into Ghost. Because I just gave up on them on the first album. I didn't listen to Memoria, but I heard the second one turn me off till I heard Rats, and then I went back. And I even bought, you know, the, the EPs as well. I, I, I actually have the whole full collection of Ghost. But the song Rats, the song uh, Faith, it's really good. Uh, what else is on that album? Pro Memoria. Oh man, do I love that one. And then uh, Which Image is really cool because it's a pop song, but it's a pop song with lyrics like, you know, some, uh, someone's flesh uh, is rotting tonight in, you know, in the graveyard and stuff. Like adding lyrics like that, you know, to a pop song. It's so awesome. I and uh yeah i love life eternal on it and i love dance macabre i love that damn song the hit the big hit dance uh, macabre fucks hard i love that damn song and uh yeah absolutely love prequel my third favorite ghost album. all right michael what do you think um this might be my favorite honestly like just by virtue of the like just the the hits ratio for me um and of course rats is fucking fantastic uh love rats so much uh that video uh i, I fell in love i fell in love with that fucking with that fucking cardinal copia i fucking oh my god oh my god sweet jesus christ i know what my wife sees in this man so that was that, that's a big that's a big part of it for me, I guess. Um, although I don't know, I'm, I'm thinking I really like Imperia though. Uh, all right, well I'll I'll take this one. Uh, there's moments I love on this. I mean, I've got you know I bought it on vinyl right away when it came out. Uh, so I'm a hipster douchebag. Uh, but, you know, like we all said, Rats is one of the fucking best songs they ever did. Uh, Faith, I would put right behind it. Uh, amazing. But then there's shit like Dance Macabre, and I cannot stand that fucking song. Uh, to me, that is like totally where they should not go but it shows you what the fuck I know because it was a big hit and people liked it, but it is not what I want from them. To me, that's like, uh, you know, Metallica, hero of the day type shit. You know, just like, where in the fuck did this come from? This radio fucking garbage. I mean, I get that it's catchy, you know, but so is HPV, you know? Uh, fucking comic book guy over here. Yeah, yeah, not a fan. Not a fan, uh, but I still like the album overall. Uh, but I just, I saw where they were going. And I saw where it was taking them, so I'm happy for them. You know, because I've seen them three times. The first two times we were in clubs. Uh, the second time, or the third time, I think, was on this tour. And they were in a much bigger arena, so, you know, it's working for them. <laughs> but... It's just not what I want. But one thing I will say, if you go see a ghost show, they're amazing. I, I mean, 
they know how to market and manipulate everything. Um, you know, the whole, you know, the makeup, the stage show. Uh, another thing I think that's important we haven't talked about yet is the videos that they put out. Every time a new album's coming out, you know, they got the, the, the YouTube videos where it's the new Cardinal or the new, you know, the new Papa and shit like that. They're all great fucking videos. And it, it does kind of the same thing for us from, you know, that were around in the 90s with Pantera. You know, those Pantera home videos brought a whole new level of fans. And I, I think with Ghost, it did the same thing. You know, people watch these awesome, well-produced, well, you know, done videos. You get the songs, you get the visuals. You know, it, it's a total package. I just hate when the music gets lighter. And I, I get it there from fucking Sweden. Sweden and they all love ABBA and all that fucking bullshit. But, Fuck yeah, they you know, do. Yeah, I, I just like the darker shit myself and stuff like, you know, if they wrote... You know, I wish they were almost like ACDC and every song sounded like Saint's Prayer. I'd be fucking happy. I'd be like, oh, great, another Ramones, another ACDC. Uh, but again, I'm in the minority because they just keep getting bigger and bigger with this lighter, pussier sound. But, you know, <laughs> See, that's the difference between you and me. I like the pussy. Yeah, you like yeah. the pussy. Me, I love the cock. I love the big, veiny cock. Uh... Oh shit, my wife just set off the car line. Uh, so let's go to the next one. Oh god, it, it, just, it really goes downhill from here. Uh, they released the two track EP, Seven Inches of Satanic Panic, uh, which fe featured the songs Kiss the Go, the Go Goat, and Mariana Cross. Holy fucking shit. You know, and this Mariana Cross shit became a huge, like, TikTok thing. And like I said, I'm I'm still on MySpace. I get on the computer, I play Oregon Trail. I'm fucking old, you know. Uh, this Mariana Cross shit. Oh, my God, does that shit suck. And, uh, and, and so does TikTok, goddammit. And people with, like, TikTok attention spans. I hope you all fucking die, you French fucks. Uh, that's just me. That's just me. Um... Ralph, uh, were you a fan of this uh, 45? Not initially. Uh, I hated it. But I ended up loving Kiss the Goat. I don't like the other one, though, Mary on the Cross. I still don't like that one. But Kiss the Goat, when I finally got it, I was like, oh, I get it. I hated it because the first time I heard it, it sounded kind of like predictable to me. It's like, all right, you're getting a little too carried away with me satanic shit but then when it got to me i was like dude keep going with the satanic shit i love that satanic shit kiss 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 the ghost i love it i love that song but that's the song they don't play live but they play mary on the cross of course i do but yeah i i still can't get into that song. all right michael let me down what do you think of this shit oh i will uh i think it's a <laughs> I, I think it's great. I mean, it's only you know, it's only two songs, so whatever. Uh, but uh, I think they're both great songs. Uh, I would say "Kiss the Go Goat" is uh, arguably the best of the two. But I think "Marijuana Cross" is really nice to listen to as well. So I, I don't know. I'm just a normie dog. I'm just a normie man, dog, dog man. God damn millennials. 
All right. Uh, well, one thing we forgot to mention, or I should say I forgot to mention, uh, was in between these, they released the live album, uh, Ceremony and Devotion, I think was the name of it. Uh, not bad. You could tell there's some studio magic, but there's some good shit. Uh, but Ghost, I mean, you got to see him live. I mean, you see him live. That's true, and, yeah. And, and it's it's a fucking fantastic show. And I don't care what era. What, I'd still go see him now. You know, they came around here. Fuck yeah, I'm going to Ghost Show. You're going to be entertained. It's going to sound good. Tobias you know, Forge is going to be all sexy, strutting around the fucking stage in his tight pants. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're going to be surrounded by kids who are going to be triggered if you fucking, you know, fart. But, you know, other than that, it's fucking awesome. Uh, but then we'll go into the uh, last studio album. We still have an EP coming up, but the last studio album they put out, Imperia. Now... This is the one that they, they fucking lost me on this shit, man. Uh, first off, it's they, in Para. Yeah, what he said. He's much smarter than I am, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, this one, holy fucking shit. Uh, I love, there's one song on here I really love. Let me look here. Thank you, Wikipedia. Call Me Little Sunshine. Awesome. Call Me, call me Little Sunshine. That reminds me of the ghost I love. Uh, but the rest of this album, holy shit! Let me look. Let me go back again. Uh, I, I think the first song's like some kind of fucking instrumental shit, but then it goes into. Ethereum. Uh, yeah. Oh, that fucking song. Don't get me fucking. That song couldn't be any gayer if it was opening night on Broadway and Nathan Lane was singing that shit with a double-ended dildo, you know, a Papa dildo that they used to sell. Uh, shoved up his fucking ass. That is some jazz hands, fucking high school musical glee shit. Uh, I'm like, what the fuck happened to this band? Holy fucking shit. And then whatever the next song is, yeah, that totally left a salty taste in my fucking mouth. You know? But then, you know, you get into uh, Little Sunshine, and I'm like, eh, I love you guys. But then the rest of it, oh my god. It, it, it's so fucking gay and not like in a cool like Robert Maplethorpe kind of way but like a hey let's go see Sammy Hagar kind of way you know oh yeah this song fucking I mean this album fucking oh, fuck what do you think Mike you like this one uh well you know me I'm into the gay shit uh, yeah I know <laughs> uh yeah for me that's that's not derogatory uh this this, uh, this, to use the uh, parlance of my peers, uh, this album slaps. Um, I have no idea what that means. Is it good? It's yeah, it's great. It's good. It's great. Slaps. Um, okay. yeah. Never heard that. Yeah, um, which is weird. You'd think they wouldn't like wife beating, uh, but <laughs> it's awesome, man. Um, Still legal on the East Coast. That's true. I, uh, I miss my homelands. Uh, I think Imperium is is, is really good. Uh, I think Kaiserion rocks. I think Spillways uh, is uh, one of their best. Uh, as is Call Me Little Sunshine. Uh, Hunter's Moon is a bit more generic for them, I think, but I is also really listenable in a weird way where it's like I don't I, I don't often like go straight to it, but I do enjoy listening to it. 
Um, Dominion, I'm failing to recall right now. Because <laughs> I'm so bad at music. Uh, but 20s fucking rules. 20s is one of their best. Um, absolutely. Uh, and then the other ones, I... I don't, I'd have to listen to them again. Because it, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a movie guy. <laughs> I will say, also, Hunter's Moon, best part of Halloween Kills. Evil dies tonight! Evil dies tonight! <laughs> God damn it. Just watch, though. I'm probably going to come around on that. Like, it's going to be like Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, where I go from, like, what a fucking piece of shit, all the way around to, this, this is what the whole franchise should be like. Yeah, I, I I hear you there, but this is an album full of the White Horse. That should not I, be there. I, I think the White Horse is fine. I like I, no. I, I, I I like my metaphors to be shoved in my fucking face, uh, so I suffocate with them. That's what I. That's how. That's how we do it. In the sounds country. like some fucking French experiment, you know, <laughs> existentialism to me. Fucking filthy fucks. I they mean, stink. They're dirty people, you know. I mean, I think Jean-Luc Besson seems pretty... Clean. Yeah, owes me money. Ralph, what do you think of this fucking third? Uh, I, I liked it, though. You know, I would put the first album, Aria, and prequel above it. I only put one album below this one, and that's the second one. Uh, I like, uh, like I said, Casarium's like my favorite song. On I love... Really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Represent... Love it. Uh, I love uh, Call Me Little Sunshine. I love Watcher in the Sky. I love Twenties. Um, but you know, the, then there's like the last couple songs that were, eh, I gotta tell you, kind of front loaded for me. You know, it kind of like tapers off at the end. Of, I didn't care much for the last few songs. But yeah, I dug it. Now let me go into the next one because I gotta go take care of some stuff. But I might be back before the shit's over. So the last one is horrible. Uh, what was it called again? The last EP? Uh, I'll pronounce it wrong. Michael will Phan correct me. Phantomine. Yeah, Phantomine. Only good thing Go in there is the Genesis cover, which they do better than Genesis. Uh, Jesus, what is that? Wow. Jesus, he knows me. Yeah, Jesus, he knows yeah. me. is really good, yeah. I thought that was better than Genesis version. I thought it was fucking amazing. Then the rest of it, I just didn't care for. Especially Phantom of the Opera. I found that was like blasphemy. Like really a bad yeah. cover. But, Michael, I hope I'm here before we leave. I got to go take care of a few things. You guys talk about that. And I'm not. Okie dokie. Remember to wipe the prints. <laughs> All right. Michael, you want me to take this or you got this one? Uh, Phantomime? Mm hmm. Uh, I, I mean. That's another one where I, I look at the track listing and I'm like, I don't remember most of these. I I do recall definitely, didn't Phantom of the Opera have like a, one of those like lyric videos or something? Or like some official video put out that wasn't like a proper music video? Yeah, I think they kind of did. I think that was the first one released off of it. I could be yeah. wrong, but I believe uh, so. so. It's I recall, an Iron Maiden cover. Yeah, I, I recall hearing it and seeing something that was like a video. I don't remember anything about it. So I would say it's somewhat forgettable at the very least because I don't know what, which fucking song that is. Um, and I don't remember We Don't Need Another Hero either, actually. Um, 
But Jesus, he knows me is great. I also don't remember seeing how people are hanging around. Oh, damn. I'm not very good at this. That's all right. <laughs> We're having fun, goddammit. Uh, I'm going to be the opposite of everybody because I'm a fucking Irish prick. Um, I love every song on this other than Jesus, he knows me. Uh, I hated the fucking Genesis song to begin with. Um, you know, and that might skewer my review of it, but I hated that song. I don't like the cover. I love See No Evil, the television cover. I love the original. I like what they did. Uh, Hanging Around by the Stranglers, classic. I think they did a good job. Phantom of the Opera by Iron Maiden. Very controversial in the metal world. Iron Maiden's held so sacred. Uh, the man who sang on that song, the original singer of Iron Maiden, Paul Diano, said it was like soulless and ballless and all this shit. I loved it. I thought they did a great song, a uh, great version. I thought it sounded like how a ghost version of Phantom of the Opera should sound. And uh, we don't need another hero. I mean, Jesus Christ, the best part of Beyond Thunderdome, other than Two Men In or One Man Leave. Uh, yeah. You, you know. I'll agree on that. Yeah, yeah, it's a shitty movie. It's a great song. It was great by Tina Turner. And I thought they did a good job. I liked how they changed it up. And, you know, that that's a weird thing with covers. Uh, you know, it's like either you got to be faithful or you got to take it somewhere that's so different that it's like you're reinventing it. Yeah. And I thought that's what they did with it. And I thought it sounded great. And so even though Ghost of Late has kind of disappointed me, I'm very happy with this EP. And I'm excited to see... I know they're working on the new album. Supposedly it's going to be out in 2024. Uh, you know, I, I'm still going to stand by this band. You know, I'm, I, I want them to succeed. I want them to do good and put out something I like. Uh, but if they don't, I'll still stick around for the next fucking album. You know, what the fuck else am I going to do? I'm going to be 50 in fucking May. The fuck, I'm, I'm just waiting around to die. You know, and, and for new Vinegar Syndrome uh, Blu-rays and 4Ks to come out. But, uh, man, I, I really, you know, I thank you for putting up with our shit and, uh, and coming on the show. And, you know, I hate quoting the Dalai Lama, but I'm going to do it here. <laughs> um, the greatest thing about podcasts and YouTube is anybody can do it. Uh, the worst thing about podcast and YouTube is anybody can do it and what I love about you know your channel and what you do is you know you have a personality um, I find you very funny I think you're very talented as you know uh, a filmmaker and a writer and uh, and really I just wanted to have you on the show you know just so I could talk to you without paying for it like I do as a Patreon member <laughs> And, and, and secondly, so, you know, some listeners from our show, you know, check out his YouTube channel. Um, the funny thing is, when I became a Patreon to your page, you released a video where you're just like, I'm fucking burned out. I'm not doing, you know, videos for a while and, and fuck this shit. And I identified with that as, as somebody, you know, Ralph and I have done this show. Uh, I mean, you look at our YouTube numbers are not that big. Our podcast numbers are much larger we just started 
putting out our shit on fucking YouTube. But you get burned out doing this shit, and it takes a lot of time and a lot of, you know, I'm married, you know, I've got children and grandchildren and all this shit. It takes a lot of time and you get burned out, and that video you did just, re not only did I like what you did, but I was like, I know exactly what the fuck you're saying. But like an idiot, you know, I start giving you money when you stop putting out content. <laughs> but I don't care. I don't but care, because I believe in what you do. Uh, you know, and I, I think you're highly entertaining. And, you know, for people checking this out, check out his videos. Even if you're not in the boutique shit, like, you know, the, the Severin and the Vinegar Syndrome and all this shit that you have amazing, you know, the BBBNs and shit like that. But uh, I love the video. You went through every Friday the 13th kill and rated it, you know. It's like a three-hour fucking video, and it's so entertaining, <laughs> so, you know, awesome. And I just wanted to spread some love and, and give back and hopefully turn you on to some new people who could potentially, you know, put food on your table, giving you money. Give this guy money. This guy has talent. Give uh, me my money. Become, yeah, become a Patreon, uh, you know, do whatever. There's a lot of people on YouTube and shit that suck. There's very few that are actually articulate, funny, can do shit, you know, so. Well, uh, I've, had my, I've had my dick sucked by the best, but. I told that. you, well, well, not, well, you've had your, suck dick, you know, your dick sucked by me. I wouldn't say it's the best. I'm a little toothy, but I mean. <laughs> hey, hey, you know. hey, I can attest to that. He is toothy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, thank but, you. Uh, that was actually very inspiring. Wow. No, no, you're you're very good at, at what you do, and uh, I think you put out quality content. Um, you're very honest with everything you do, and I think that uh, speaks at large volumes. There's a lot of people are bullshit. Like you, when you put out videos, if you're having a bad day, that comes out. If you're happy, that comes out. But everything is sincere and true. And uh, you've got a great voice and a great talent. And, uh, you know, just, I give you my seal of approval, not that that means shit, you know. I'm Irish, who the fuck listens to me? Send, you know? send, me, send me a link, Ian. Oh, I will. Uh, you're, gonna, you're gonna love his videos, man, they're great. And like uh, I said- I better start he, making content again. Fuck. No, yeah, no, don't feel pressured. I, I mean, like, like this show, man, <gasps> we take breaks. We've, we've been off, we've been doing this shit for fucking, over a fucking decade now. Sometimes we take a couple months breaks because life shit happens, man. We get burned out, you know, and uh, it's always better sometimes to take a break, to, to find that energy again, to find that passion. Because uh, who, who wants to just, like, milk shit out and, and not be from the fucking heart, you know? Um, Fuck that shit. I mean, yeah, most I, people I, on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> but I love, like, like, what was it you used to be on? Was it... Was it Screen uh, yeah, screen rant. And man, you stuck out like a sore thumb because your shit was like fucking fun and entertaining and it wasn't like just, you know, word vomit or like, yeah, you know, but I did get tax wrong. So that that did lead to death threats. But otherwise, yeah, that was, yeah, it was, I would, uh, don't, I guess I did okay there. Yeah. No, until but I, I, I talked about my feelings to my boss. That stopped it from happening anymore. Yeah. 
but I, I mean, fuck it. I agree with everything you said about the French. You know, it, it, fuck them. You know, <laughs> you know, don't feel bad. You know, and and, and what, what the French did to the Jews in October, unforgivable. Unforgivable. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, this was like a, a bucket list thing to have you on here. And I really hope that, you know, everybody listening to this checks out your channel. Become a subscriber. Hit that fucking like button. You know, I, I looked at our fucking videos. The last couple ones we put up, fucking like, you know, thousands of views and like 70 fucking likes. Fucking lazy fucks. You fucking pieces of shit. I swear to yeah, fucking hit, God. Hit, 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 I, I, I love all you guys. These guys hate you guys. Yeah, yeah. But, but I, I mean, seriously, you know, you, you don't understand the YouTube rhythms. You know, you got to hit that fucking like button and fucking it's comment. Hey, uh, I like to plug a podcast if you don't mind. All right, go ahead. It's a podcast called Whatever with Jason Soto. And the latest episode... Is 135 features my girlfriend and just sent me this link and you know I was watching like the first 15 minutes and then I got had to start this my girlfriend says cocksucker a lot in this episode I'm proud of her another thing you should know about Ralph Michael is he was in Smokey and the Bandit 3 I was actually Huh. Yep. Don't hold that against us. I made that movie the worst movie yet. So <laughs> I'm responsible for making that movie shitty. Yeah. Hey, in your defense, it was the last one released in theaters. You know, the other ones were, were straight to CMT. Yeah, I, I, I didn't want no part of that. They offered me millions. Yeah. But, uh, Michael, I'd like to give you another chance just to uh promote your channel let people know how they can uh watch you and and uh see your films and and donate and all that stuff oh boy uh i i well i'm i'm also i'm a huckster like i got a lot of shit going on um uh yeah my youtube channel just search michael keen and you'll find i'm the one who isn't the guitarist from faceless uh that's my channel and uh, I talk about pornography and horror movies, uh, Blu-rays sometimes. Uh, sometimes I just have emotional breakdowns. People love that. It's just like, uh, is Trisha Paytas money. is that? Is Trisha Paytas the YouTuber? <laughs> um, it's like that. And um, uh, I don't really use Twitter anymore because Elon Musk fucked it all up. Um, legitimately, like not even politics-wise, what a fucking pile of shit that thing turned into. Um, but I'm on Facebook, kind of. I'm on TikTok, uh, at Michael's Butt. It's a real thing. Uh, I've used that a little bit because I'm trying to keep more in tune with my wife. It's really hard. Um, and uh, my movies are available. See, Fatal Future is current. Or actually, I'm, I'm taking Fatal Future down at some point from YouTube. So, snatch it with your fucking grabbers while you can. Um, but it's oh, on YouTube. Oh. Your movies on YouTube? Uh, the first one, yeah. I'll definitely check that out tonight. Send me a link to that one. Ian. 
Okay, yeah, no, you, you'll love it. It's great. Yeah, um, I, I do want to do an AI enhanced uh, 4K special edition. Uh, just because I think that'd be funny. Um, so that's when so I'm going to eventually take it down so that people can can yearn and get the FOMO for my shitty little movie. And uh, but the head is available on on disc through TerraVision. Um, they give me money, so you should give them money and me money. Um, and uh, it's also available to stream on Tubi and Troma Now. Uh, and Dr. Deathface will happen. Uh, it's pretty much done. It's just it's one fucking guy getting interrupted by fucking five-hour-long music podcasts uh, and trying to and eat. Someday I'll get a Blu-ray of that shit because I believe the guy. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny? I haven't even gotten my uh, head Blu-ray. Like the only the only w way I saw it was Roger got his copy before me. Terrorvision didn't send you like a free copy. They're supposed to send me a few because uh, I have uh, backers from the uh, the shitty campaign we, we pulled off uh, that I need to send stuff to, but I don't have it in my possession. I don't know. Well, I, I'll uh, tell you what. I've got it with the slipcover. So when you blow up after Dr. Deathface, you know, I'm, I'm going to sign it and sell it back to you. You know, I've had a lot of people <laughs> who have seen it say that Dr. Deathface is the best one. Uh, but I would disagree. I will, I will say, I think my, my, the head is still my best, which is kind of, kind of fucking depressing. But, uh, but also who knows? I might have a sudden burst of inspiration during the edit. I, I'm really bad at promoting myself, by the way. Good luck. This next movie is fine. I love, uh, you know, what I've seen already of Dr. Deathface. I mean, I, to me, it looks like it's going to be great. I still think my favorite is uh, Fatal Future. Wow. Okay. No, I, I do. I, I, I just, I, because I grew up on that, like, you know, canon type stuff and the, I love your acting, <laughs> you know, in that. I, I, I still great. wish, I wish I'd, I'd gone the opposite approach and, like, gone too hard. Um, I still think that might have worked better. I don't know. There's a, Fatal Future is one where I really want to do a sequel and I want to do it more like it's an Albert Pion movie. Um, because then I could actually, like, put passion into it. Um, and not just heartache and pain. Uh... <laughs> But cool, awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of. I actually, I, I probably, I think I mentioned, I talked about this on my channel at some point, but um, the uh, um, at Dragon Con, where the movie does play every every year, um, the, this guy, well, my wife and I went up to the vendor hall, and the vendor hall is like three or four stories of just packed, like fucking sardines. Um, it's horrifying. But uh, she fucked off to do something while I was doing uh, an interview for DragonCon TV, and she brings back this guy who's dressed in a in a dress shirt with the collar popped and the, the tie uh, on the uh, inside of the neck, and uh, he was cosplaying from the night because he saw Fatal Future for the first time the night before. She spotted him somehow with her fucking peepers, uh, and then brought him over, and he was. He, he loved the movie and it was such a bittersweet moment because he also had like bet his friend that the movie was genuine <laughs> so 
I had to break his heart and maybe his wallet uh, with that one, but uh, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's it's got a special place in my heart, even though it drives me fucking crazy. Awesome. That's well, again, uh, I can't recommend this young man enough. Check out Michael Keane on Facebook, uh, you know, MySpace, X, Twitter, whatever you kids do, the, the Snapchats and shit. Check him out. Find Michael Keane. Support him any way you can. Uh, totally believe in this guy. Uh, so now we got to go to uh, pick of the week. Ralph, do you have a pick of the week? I sure don't. Yeah. I'm going to go with the new uh, Saxon album. Uh, love it. What the, what the fuck is it? Hellfire Damnation shit? I don't know. I don't know. I'm fucking drunk. Uh, but the new Saxon album, man. It's fucking killer. Uh, it, it's like everything you've heard from the new Judas Priest album, and you're like, eh. To me, the new Saxon album delivers. Did you get the copy that I sent you, Ralph? Yeah, and to tell you the truth, I, I think it's good. Don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. Let's cut the decks. That last album just can't be beat. Carved Down is way better. Um, but I will tell you this. Our good buddy, Martin Popoff, has said that the latest Judas Priest album is the best album they've done since Hellbent for Leather. He's fucking Canadian, though. You can't you can't trust that maple syrup drinking motherfucker. Arm pop, something else. You know, I got invited. I'm going on a show called Pile on Martin Papa, where we talk nice. about where we talk about the stuff that Martin hates, but we love. And I got a yeah. good. I was like, dude, Martin Papa hates my favorite album from my favorite band, Volume Four. So I'm gonna. What? Yeah, he's not a fan of Volume 4. So I'm going to go after him on Volume 4. He must have changed his opinion because he gave a great review in his early book. No, no, I have him saying that he's got a problem with that album. Canadian fuck. Yep. Goddamn. Sends, sends me a goddamn book autograph to my wife. Motherfucker. What's that all about? Lappy face. Yeah, because your wife bought it probably. That's why. Well, she no, she know she knows what a Martin Popoff fanboy I am. So she sent a thing. and said, "Hey, autograph these for my husband," and he signed it to her. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Canadian fuck, what's that all about? Uh, he doesn't like Volume Four, so you got to forgive him for being stupid. Yeah, he likes fucking Rainbow Down to Earth. I can't forgive him for that's, that that's shit. The, that's the best Rainbow album according to him. Oh, that shit fucking sucks balls. Oh. Um. But yeah, no, I, I I love the new Saxon. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's better than Carpe Diem, but I, I still dig it. It's a bit better than the new shit I heard from Priest. I, I got one. I got a pick of the week. That I, got, right. I got to thank Mr. Ian here for. Okay. Uh, the Smithereens 11. Is it 11, the name of the album? Yes, yes. Great oh, album. Bro Like You, great stuff. I got into the Smithereens. Ian's pick of the week was the Smithereens doing Beatles covers. And it was all early Beatles, which is awesome. And then I just went and looked into their other stuff and absolutely fell in love with this band called The Smithereens. So my pick of the week is Smithereens 11. Great album. Great album. Michael, uh, it, it doesn't have to be an album. Is there like a movie or a Blu-ray or 4K release you would like to, you know, give two thumbs behind? 
Yeah, two thumbs behind. Um, okay, maybe, maybe a real like, profession- like one thumb and the other uh, up the ass? I don't know. Well, I uh, recently uh, rewatched Liquid Sky. It's not I a new have release. that and I haven't any... watched it yet. Isn't that what, that's with Tom Cruise, right? No. No. That's no, that's Vanilla, Vanilla Sky. Sky. <laughs> um, you dig it, huh? Yeah, it's uh, one of the best movies about coming you could ever imagine. Um, it is a little up its ass, but in a very charming way. Um, it's kind of a critique of 80s wow. uh, New York art scenes. Um, I was going to call my autobiography up my ass, but in a charming way. <laughs> uh, but it's it's really great. That's nothing new, though. Um I uh, Justice released a new single. That was pretty cool. I like Justice. Um, let's see. This is me now. Jennifer Lopez. Three and a half stars. Okay, you're losing me. Well, that's music related, <laughs> though. You should you should be all you should be happy. I mentioned something music related. I mean, all the songs sucked, but maybe. Uh, <laughs> It was like right. that, that Crispin Glover uh, uh, film that was like an hour long. They released it through Amazon Prime. It had a bunch of songs. No, but I would all. watch that shit in a heartbeat. Oh, it's so good. It's way better than this. But I, I recommend people watch This Is Me dot 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 now uh, on Amazon Prime or piracy, honestly. Uh, and just take in the vibes, man, because it's fucking wild. Interesting factoid, I actually, this is real life shit, this is how fucking old I am. Have you ever seen the clip where he went on David Letterman, like all dressed up and he almost kicked him in the face? I saw yeah. that, I saw that live. Well, I the, did too, the, I did too. Yeah, the David it, was, it was right after fucking River's Edge, man. And I saw River's Edge at the theater when it came out, because my dad's like, fuck your childhood, I'm going to take <laughs> you to good movies, you know? <laughs> I saw I saw Rivers Edge in theater. Uh, yeah, I saw that shit. Fucking a right, Crispin Glover, man, love him. Then my, he... my dad was actually friends with Bruce Glover, his father. So then when he came go. back after that incident, Letterman, he was extremely annoying. They couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, I didn't see hey, that one. You, uh... I, saw, I saw the one where he almost kicked him. Did you know Crispin Glover was the first man ever? To hear Eddie Van Halen? No. Yeah, you can uh, watch that movie, uh, Back to the Future. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have you uh, um, heard about those uh, new, like, German-themed casinos in Canada? No. Oh, uh, well, I went there uh, out of curiosity, and um, I won the jackboot. <laughs> And this is the kind of shit you'll get if you go on Michael Keane's YouTube page. Well, Check that almost worked. <laughs> uh, so, well, brother. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. We got to do a fan of the week. I want to do a fan of the week. And uh, this one really upset me because I said earlier in the show about some shit somebody was doing and like making people leave the fucking Facebook page. Which, goddamn, we're almost under 3,000. That ain't right. We were way over 3,000. P. 
People are leaving the page. What's going on? Uh, Charles Trainer, stop that shit. Uh, Jimmy James Schwartz. This guy's been here for over a decade. Come back to the page. You are fan of the week. I love this fucking guy. He loves his show. Uh, he's been a great fan. Good guy. Uh, yeah, fucking great I love, guy. I love Jimmy James Schwartz. Yeah. So come back. come back to the. Come back. Come back. Don't let somebody fucking you know just because somebody's posting fucking shitty Oasis videos and, and being a dick. Don't let that scare you off the page, man. Yeah, come back. Come and ba- bash on Duran Duran. Yeah. Hey, yeah, that's terrible. Fuck them Duran in the Duran dick. Kicks- yeah. Hey. Hey. Go, Michael. Right on. Uh, all right. Come back and post some fucking venom, goddammit. But anyway, uh, I want to thank Michael. Uh, you're you're a saint for doing this. <laughs> no problem. I like getting high and being noticed. <laughs> well, you definitely achieved both of those today. So thank you so much, brother. And uh, again, check out this guy's channel. Hit subscribe, like, comment. And do that shit to us, by the way, too. Yeah. When we post this shit tomorrow on the YouTubes. Yes, please subscribe to our channel. Thank you. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, coming soon, we're still getting back to the fan-paid episodes. We have an amazing Frank Zappa episode coming up with not only uh, the head of ZappaCast, but a drummer who played in uh, Zappa Play Zappa and does all the reissues. Joe Travers is going to be a special guest on our show. So come back next week or whenever the fuck we record again to the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. Snag him again. Party words, Michael? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm just really excited to jerk off tonight. <laughs> you can't top that shit. Goodbye. All right. <laughs> All right. Catch you later, brother. <laughs>